up on the screen here and unmute their microphone hello there how's everyone doing hello can everyone hear me oh yeah all right on. i gotta share it hey okay i can hear okay cool well it's sunday it's the last party of the weekend it's quarantine and we have on the show first of all ray is here Hello. I'm glad to be back now that WrestleMania is not on. <laughs> Smiley is here. Hi. Uh, Holly Ann is here. She's returning Hello. as well. Uh, and then as our special guest this week from uh, uh, Better Call Saul, Frank, um, Lynette, we have Lauren Poole on the show again. Hello. <laughs> we can't, there we go. I was like, we can't see the top of your head. There we go. Is that better? No. I'm just kidding. It is, yeah. <laughs> Booker. Hi, guys. Happy happy quarantine Easter. Yeah. Yay. Yay. Right? How's everyone doing? I'm doing uh, fantastic. <laughs> James is oh, man. Here. I've been sewing. I've been sewing these hip fashion masks. Ooh. Ooh. That I can feel... Like a fashionable when I go to oh, the wow. grocery store. Oh, nice. Those are nice. Nice. Ooh. I don't. I don't even have one. Can oh, someone... no. I have. I have one that's way too big for mine or Alex or Nelson's face, and oh. I should give that to you. There you go. Because I have a fat face. <laughs> you, have a big, you have a big beard. Yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. Fatty <laughs> beard. Ordered some for the clinic, like that we could have, like specialized for us so i'm gonna have all of our technicians wearing black ones that have little cat whiskers on them <laughs> um when you, when you, you know, uh, oh i love that painting behind you ray that's great oh thank you mm-hmm. uh so when you ordered those ray what's the what's the turnaround time on those is it like gonna take <laughs> a long time to get them I had to find a guy on Etsy that was selling them and they're not like going to be enough to like stop viral, but it is going to be like enough to stop everyone's spit from going everywhere, which oh, yeah, is ultimately yeah. I think what we're trying to do. But uh, someone on Etsy is like busting them out and they said it was like a three day turnaround time to get them shipped. Oh, damn. But that's then not I bad. have somebody else do the whiskers for me. Well, that's, that's if the U.S. Postal Service doesn't collapse in that time. So right. Hopefully yeah. not. Hopefully they don't, you know, uh, we'll see. Who knows? Yeah, I've been writing people letters and sending people postcards, trying to like spend some money. <laughs> Yo. office. I love getting real mail though. Yeah, I've had forever stamps, and yeah. I've had them for like forever. <laughs> I don't even know when I bought them. <laughs> and I'm always like, "How many do I need?" Like, I don't even know how to mail shit. I'm just like, "Do I need more than one?" 
Yeah, and then I'll be all, fuck it, I'll just put one on there, and if it comes back, I'll send it again. Then you put, yeah, add a stamp, see if it comes back. Yeah. <laughs> That's job security for the Postal Service. Yeah. I've always heard stories, like, if you don't have a, if you don't have a stamp, you just, like, tape the change on there, and they'll, they'll, put, get, they'll give you a stamp. Ooh, that's not a rumor I'd want to spread. Yeah. <laughs> you tape a dollar to the thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you're like tipping the postman. You're all, here you go, Mr. Postman. Yeah. <laughs> well, I felt bad because I went to the store today to buy some stuff. And there's people outside and they're like, do you have any change? And I wanted to be like, where the fuck would I get cash right now? You know? But, and then how would I hand it to you? You know? Mm. So I felt bad. I was just like, <laughs> I don't know how that would work, you know? physical currency yeah i'm just like yeah like if a panhandler like sets up a venmo (laughs) right what would happen yeah if you walk up and they and and you're like sorry i don't have any change at all that's cool i've got the cube and you know they have have a qr code yeah (laughs) that would be pretty funny so, uh, oh wow, they're all. Is that here? You go. Is that the the Brequeno woman in the bottom left? You yes, are correct yes, on that. Gosh. Yes, I always love. Uh, so it's so funny because at work, they're all finding out like that I do this show, and right uh, away, right away they go, "Oh man, do you know? Like, have you heard of that uh, ship Brequeno say you should have her on?" And I was like, "Oh okay, <laughs> I should." Uh. <laughs> this is like what your fifth time on the show. Yeah, or third, or so. It's been a couple times. No, you've been on like more than three. Yeah. Because I know you did like a show at the art bar. You did at least a couple at the yeah. whole house. Yeah, that's true. Oh, my God. And then uh, right. the, in Billy's old place. The first show you did is at uh, my old house I'm... off Rio Grande. R.I.P. that man cave. Yeah. That, that Billy Chris house. <laughs> right. Yeah, you and Alex. That's when I met Alex for the first time. Yeah. So yeah. He's quarantined here too. Is he? And he lives in LA, so he's kind of stuck. Not right now. He don't live in LA. <laughs> <laughs> so um, recently, you did uh, Better Call Saul. Yeah. Tell- well, it's weird. Like I did it like a year ago. Oh wow, weird. And then it just you know they those things film and then they take a while and so yeah, I always like get excited when I get a part and then I try to forget about it because I don't know if I'll cut it or, you know. Yeah. So what, tell us about the part. I'm not, I'm not caught up. I'm going to be honest. So tell us about the role and like how, how it all came about and any, any cool fun shit about it. Oh yeah. Um, it's very small, very small little part in episode two of the most recent season. Um, Oh man, I keep wanting to eat these like old people candies. I love them, Jordan almonds, but it'll be like, <laughs> and you guys don't need to hear that shit. Um, no, but the yeah, I just play like a client that Saul's representing, and there's this cool like Aaron Sorkin esque um, single shot in the episode that I'm in, where you see he's like hustling and he's just taking on so many clients so that he can build up his volume and make money. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm just this small part in this scene where there's like actually, God, so many other local actors in the same scene. Peter Dyseth, um, Jordan, oh, I forget her last name. 
And uh, yeah, some people like Peter Dyseth is an Albuquerque guy that's become series regular on Saul as another lawyer. And so, yeah, it's just like a scene where he's like, you're seeing him like hustle. And, uh, and so, and I'm just this like goth chick with like, that's dressed very inappropriately for court. And I basically just like have to look like, whoa, what a lady. And like, I say one line and then that was it. (laughs) But I mean, I'm happy to be on that show and I'll take the money and, well, you that's know? that's the thing that's crazy is like these these shows like uh, Better Call Saul and Breaking Bad. Even if you had a bit part, you can kind of like parlay that into like you could probably go to the Comic Con and be like, yeah, and have just the pictures of you like from that scene on the wall, and people would probably pay you know a good ten fifteen dollars to take a photo with you. I should start. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm happy to be my manager. There you go. See, see, but I mean, and, and you're like, well, I wasn't even really on it that much. Have you been? To a Comic Con, no. There, yeah. there, there are some people that are like really, really stretching for their fame. You know, it, it's like okay. Uh, Billy says SaulCon twenty twenty one. You have to go and Billy. <laughs> Barquano. sorry, sorry, I didn't say it properly. That yeah, he says, can you teach the host how to say Barquano? Yeah, you can even just say Burkenio. Yeah, that's a chill. Yeah. Relaxed pronunciation. They're asking if when you did Better Call Saul, does it pay very well? Yeah. Anytime you do lines on a SAG, whatever, like you get paid the SAG daily rate. So um, if you get a part on a TV show that's with budget like Saul, then you get paid like 900 bucks for oh, the damn. day that you work. Oh, shit. Um, and then, but then, you know, we don't know when you're going to work again or whatever. But the cool thing about a show like Saul is that you know that they're going to show it a couple times. So I'll get some residuals from it because they're going to keep showing it on AMC. Yeah. Um, and sometimes you get parts in shows that get like canceled, you know, so there's not really any residuals, residuals from those because they don't make it past a pilot or so it's cool. That's what's extra cool about just from a financial, not, not even looking at, the fact that that's a good show. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, I wonder how they figure that out. Like, do they have someone that's like, they reshow the episode and they're like, they're like, have the actors list and they're like, oh, send them a checkout. Yeah, it's all so automated. Like, I get, I get, and that's what's really fucking up my unemployment right now, honestly. Like, sorry <laughs> to go on a rant, but like, I, I like did this shitty, you know, movie or, or movies from like 2011. And they sell them to Netflix or to like a German market and they mm-hmm. get dubbed or whatever. And I don't know what's happening, but I'll get these. I just got a residual check for like 86 cents. <laughs> um, so I can't even like, I don't think it's even worth it to cash the check. But I heard there's a place in L.A. where if you have a check for less than a dollar, you get a free beer. So I'm trying to like save yes. those up and just like slap it on the counter and get a bunch of beer. But um, but it's all automated. Yeah. It's 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 payroll companies that are really automated. So then when I'm trying to do my unemployment for this COVID shit, those people that have been sending me $5.87 checks, it's all registering. (laughs) Like I have those jobs. Oh, damn. Yeah. So it's like, and you're like, I got 86 cents, man. I'm like, I appreciate, you know, them being efficient with their reporting, but it's kind of fucking up my shit. (laughs) That sucks. Yeah. Yeah. That sucks bad. It's like, and like, do you forget, uh, Let's see here. <laughs> there you go. Okay. Um, the, the trick is it's the same thing. <laughs> getting yeah. out and getting down, it's the same 
It's the same move. Yeah. Um, you're in actually one of my, my top 10, a movie that's in my top 10 list of my favorite movies. You're in the movie Frank. How did, how did that all happen? I know you've talked, I've talked to that about it before, but. Oh man. I mean, well, just like, I think anything, anyone who wants to act like I, I, uh, you just have to get an agent, you know, and, 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 and get sent on auditions. And I'm lucky enough that that movie was low budget enough that they, um, they were casting a kind of bigger part in the movie out of New Mexico. Cause usually living here, you're like the waitress at the restaurant or the, you know, you get, we get to audition for these, like I'm the tech guy on like Alex was like a tech guy on Messiah or whatever. <laughs> and it's like a dance floor. I, I think, he's, um, yeah. but uh, yeah. And so you just like, um, I, I auditioned and I got it. Well, you're in that movie quite a bit, though. We're casting it locally, huh? You were in that movie quite a bit, though. Yeah, it was like three or four days filming. Oh, shit. Yeah. Have, has anyone else seen that movie, Frank? Michael? <laughs> Matt, Mike, <laughs> nobody has. Michael Fassbender in the head, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's super. I, I never saw it, but I know the movie. It's... I like the movie, but my favorite part is the whole movie before they like come to America, yeah. before I'm even in it. I like that part of the movie. It's cool. My my favorite part is like they randomly go like they filmed in the uh, El Modelo bar, which is completely shut down. Yeah, and, that I want to go in there. And he like walks in and he's like El Modelo, how the hell are you? And it and it and it just seems like such a throwaway line to anyone else except for someone from Albuquerque. And you like laugh because you're like that that is the El Modelo bar, you know? It's like El Modelo, how the hell are you? That you can like yeah that the access to that bar right off the railroad track so you kind of like i guess you can get to it but first street's all like hidden yeah <laughs> good you know alan these are very hard questions <laughs> i'm sorry el madrid i said el modelo, el madrid el madrid. Right. yeah billy's got it right billy's got it right <laughs> yeah yeah el modelo is over in that way direction as well but yeah that place is still popping with the burritos yeah someone someone mentioned el modelo earlier so that's why i got stuck in my head i was like oh are they closed no they're open. Oh, good. Okay. Uh, I've heard. I mean, I've heard they were open. I mean, I don't know. I don't know. Could someone find out? That's a good. But El Madrid, yeah, El Madrid used to be this bar on First Street, right by the underpass. Actually, they filmed a scene for um, Beer Fest right there. Oh yeah, beer, yeah, Beer Fest. Yeah. You know, with Isaac Cap, he was in that scene where he's like licking the car window. It's like right there. So, so what? Oh like, God, I haven't seen that movie. Oh since. Right. wow. I think my dad's like a later hosing guy in it. Oh, really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, he did. He would when he was still working, he would like take time off and be an extra just for fun. And he's like a tall, blonde-haired, blue-eyed dude. So in New yeah. Mexico, he's like a unicorn. Right. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, oh, get this German-looking fucker in here. Well, like, I think the the press club was the was the restaurant, the outside of the press club. It was. Yeah, and that's kind of funny because it's like you see the inside where that where it's like a restaurant. And you're like, oh, doesn't look like that. <laughs> nothing like that um so you recently did a, another lynette uh video for uh was it betty's yeah D- did they have you do that or you just decided to do one there i think i don't know how the the lady who owns it, it's a really sweet lady named lisa i think she heard me make a joke about it um on an interview somewhere about like yeah like you know it'd be fun if lynette did different things and I'll take getting paid in Betty's. I don't know how she heard, or maybe I talked to someone that worked there. 
Um, and she was like, yeah, we'll like, um, yeah, do a video if you want. And I was like, okay. You know, and I gave her a little like, this is because it's like me and Chris that got to do all those stuff on the videos, Chris Walsh. Yeah. And, um, and yeah, she was like, I hope it's okay if we pay you like in half Betty's. I was like, yeah. <laughs> so I got, well, I mean, I got to wait to redeem it yeah. now, but like she paid me in like Betty's books so I can go like get massages and stuff. We so have cool. a, we have a controversial question in the chat. Mm. This is a, how do you feel about little baby? Oh, she's fucking cool. Yeah. Yeah. She, I didn't recognize her cause she looks a little bit different in real life. And she came in she, when I was working at karaoke at Tractor and she was dressed up and she's like really babe. And um, not like she's not a babe as a little baby dreamer, but she's just styled a little different in, in real life. And she was the one who's like, hey, like you're Lynette. And I didn't recognize her because she looked different. And I thought, oh, shit, she's going to be like, I'm fucking cooler than you. And <laughs> I didn't know if she would like it or not. Um, and she's really fucking nice. Yeah. I've been friends with her for years, and I love her cool. so much. Yeah, she's a sweetheart. Yeah, did you see her uh, COVID, her Corona rap? Yeah. No. Yeah. She's so good. She's so good. Interesting. Yeah, I was I was wondering about that because like someone like started sending me the videos of her, and I was just like, wow, I wonder if like. You know, if, if if people ask Lauren about this all the time, like, how do you... Well, you know? like, when she was co doing the thing where, like, the edge, like, she would was, like, uh, and I don't even know what's going on because now there's not Baxter show in the morning anymore. But, like, those morning shows where on Tuesdays, like, people could ask her for advice. Oh, wow. On Tuesdays, people would be like, I heard you on the radio today. And I'd be like, it, it wasn't me. <laughs> oh, damn. And so, like, I guess it was confusing for some people, but, you know, I don't, I mean, the Lynette characters, there's like a fly stuck in my room, so you see it flying around. Oh. Um, <laughs> like, uh, but no, like, the Lynette videos came out of me just making, like, copying and making fun of, like, what we do if you live here or, you know, your family or your friends. Mm -hmm. So I don't own it. And if someone else wants to make fun of local shit, that's nothing yeah. You know, that I have a problem with because she's original, you know. Yeah. She, she's her own character. Yeah. So <laughs> how often do people come up to you and they're like, you know, hey, you're, uh, you know, you're Lynette. And they take like want to take photos. And when I'm at work more, because if I'm like walking around the grocery store, like I don't yeah. usually have my eyeliner as thick, <laughs> you know, um, and uh, and uh, I have like short, crazy like blondish purplish well I guess you can't even tell hair right now so um I look different than I did in the videos and so people usually can't tell until I talk so when I'm at work it happens a lot like do they do they get shocked you work at tractor or... yeah <laughs> yeah yeah and that was funny on Frank is that some extras were were recognizing me in front of like Maggie Gyllenhaal <laughs> they're like <laughs> You're the girl from the video, and I was like, "That's right, Maggie. Yeah. Check it out." Yeah, Batman. Who gives a <laughs> shit about cool Batman, too. Maggie? Yeah. <laughs> who gives a fuck about the I, uh, Dark Knight? Watching YouTube not that long ago, and the uh, the jewelry commercial that you did with Amanda oh, yeah. uh, popped up, and like, I was watching this ad, and I was like, "Is that?" Oh, I was like, "This is this a local place?" I was like, "What's going on?" And yeah, I was so taken back by like seeing faces I recognized in it, like on a add on YouTube. So, I mean, your stuff is still making its rounds for sure. 
Yeah, that that video is like, yeah, it's almost this summer. It'll be like two years ago that we shot mm -hmm. it. But yeah, Crown Jewel and Coin, they're a local place, and they were like, yeah, we'll pay you to do a commercial, and and I was like, all right, it'll just you have you know, they have I got to come up with the idea. I'm so proud of that. <laughs> yeah. I got to hire my friends and cast it with people I like and have people I know shoot it. And that's what I've been liking doing is video production. Nice. That's pretty cool. Even though I don't know how to edit shit or whatever. Well, you but did like, another, like, I don't know if it's a commercial or not. You did like the, like the car commercial. What well, kind of a car commercial? Right? Oh yeah. It's just, yeah. And a, a Lynette video with the electric cars. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The energy foundation was just like, we'll pay you to do a Lynette video. Um, just, like they didn't want to tell they didn't give me a script but the whole point of it was just to like show that electric cars are yeah. becoming more accessible that you don't have to be like a rich person in san francisco to have one <laughs> and so they let me kind of do whatever i wanted well wouldn't it so. be shitty if they gave you a script wouldn't that be like the 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 sellout part of it at that yeah point? yeah i wouldn't do <laughs> it if I, I can't like I'll yeah I'll, i won't yeah if it's a lynette thing i won't let people be like you should make this joke and i'll be like then i shouldn't do the video <laughs> well how did how was it did they let you just have free reign when you did the uh, state fair commercials pretty much yeah like um um that one yeah like that and that i was like smart enough to say like you know like like because we shot a bunch of stuff for the state fair that that we that i thought was really funny but that like the people like the state fair people were like, mm, this is kind of like racy. We don't want to show this or like whatever. <laughs> like we, I show, I did like there was one we did um, where like Lynette was trying to like test the security out at the state fair and like, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, how hard it would be to sneak in. And it was really like, it, I thought painting like, their security in a good light, like, Oh, like they're, they're on it, you know? Cause that was one thing that they were saying is that people were like, well, we don't want to go to the fair cause we feel like it's not safe or whatever. And so, and then like the, the mounted cops, like let me get on a horse and stuff. And then APD <laughs> spokesperson at the time was like, we can't show like shit like that. You know, wow. we're nothing bad, but it's all PR shit, you know, where they like, I don't want to do it. They're asking what kind of car would Lynette oh, drive? Um, Lynette drives an El Camino. Would it be the El Camino or the or the Ranchero, the the other version of it? Oh, I don't know what's a Ranchero. It's like the what, the El Camino is like the Chevy, and I think the Ranchero is like the Ford version. I think. Oh, it's a Chevy. Oh, you do the El Camino? Well, because I've used my my the boss of Tractor. She has a white El Camino with a black yeah. stripe down it. Her name is Blanche. Yeah, and I've used the El Camino for like for a couple Lynette things, so I say that's her car. Let's see the El Ranchero. <laughs> I mean, they're almost identical. It's the Ford. Yeah, the Ranchero is the Ford version. Uh, let's see here. This is a, this is Billy again. Hmm. What Billy? He's saying, do you get contacted, or or does your agent get contacted? Oh, um, yeah, for the Lynette things, um. If people contact my agent, she just is like, I don't know what you want to do. Here you go. But um, <laughs> Sandra, <laughs> is Billy in D.C.? Yeah. Oh, man. I hope they're doing good over there. Yeah, they are. 
They're yeah, quarantined. Yeah, uh, one, one of the 10 drink listeners is interested in paying me to do Lynette shit. Or me maybe being a snobby bitch and being like, I don't want to do that. Uh, yeah, just email me. That's cool. Nice. <laughs> and then we have this one. How quick is real quick? Like, Holly's, I assume that's Holly's talk. <laughs> <laughs> Alan, do you want me to answer these questions or do you just want to ask them? Just ask <laughs> them yeah. Like a second. Yeah. Real quick, no? Real quick. Like quicker than than just yeah. quick. I remember like a, a funny story is like uh, I remember whenever we, you and I were at Tammy's house and we were going to um, uh, the Marigold Parade. Do you remember this? And you completely like wore a costume so no one could recognize you. Your face was fully painted. You had a wig on, mm-hmm, a large a hat. hat, and then like this big dress. And you were doing it. You were pulling it off. No one recognized you until these guys were on uh, uh, lowrider bikes. Do you remember this? And um, they like heard us talking or something. You, you were like, he got behind, and you're all, you're all, oh, hurry up, little homie! And, and, and you know, your your voice came out, and immediately everyone around us went and started taking pictures with you. Well, and that was the day that Tammy, this was like, what, three years ago, Tammy split an, um, <clears throat> um, yes, Daniel. Um, Tammy had a weed brownie from Denver. Oh, I wasn't going to bring that part up. <laughs> but like me and Barney split it. Like me and Barney each ate a third. Oh, no. <laughs> no that was like, one of my cautionary edibles tales that I will tell to my grandchildren. Like, <laughs> think you could fucking hang. Mm. Edibles, like, you gotta go slow. You don't know what lab this edible was <laughs> made in. But yeah. I, yeah, that was a good story. I just thought it was really funny because, like, you were in completely incognito. And then all you did is say, like, one thing and it ruined it completely. Yeah, yeah or like, well, and that was funny because, like, it, yeah, it, it's fine, but, you know, when you're partying with your friends sometimes you're not ready to be like yes hello (laughs) but whatever those dudes on the bike were cool i bet you they were cool yeah so yeah me and tammy and barney were taking turns like going into this bedroom to like (laughs) pull our shit together and just like (laughs) pet our cat and be alone you know and you're so like am i being weird are my words weird am i moving weird like that you know yeah I don't want to tell any other stories like that. Okay. <laughs> For fear of incrimination. I forget about your job. All right. No, that's fine. I, you can do whatever you want. I was, never, <laughs> I was never there. Yeah, no, you just hear things. I just hear about these things. Pretty fun. So, I mean, um, how far do you think? I mean, do you think the Lynette character is like run its course? Do you think you, you have a lot of life left in it? I don't know. I had thought that it did. I was like, yeah. cool, I'm ready to not like, you know, beat people over the head with it. But then people kept, um, oh, you know what, Alan? The I always go to um, Borellis Coffee House, but I don't know if they're the best. That's my limited ex- or, or El Modelo. But, you know, there's a lot of places I haven't ordered chicharrones. So I don't know. What do you what do you guys think? I don't know. I would probably say El Modelo, probably. 
I think uh, El Modelo's are super good. I also like New Mexico beef jerkies. Oh my god, that place yeah. is not good. Yeah, oh, that place good. is so weird. Like I'm ordering chicharrones, they have a gigantic crucifix on the wall, like <laughs> bleeding Jesus, and you're just like, okay. Yeah, yeah, it's like super aggressively Christian. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but they have red chili that makes my nose water. Oh, that's so yeah. good. Yeah, and the guy. Yeah, every time I've gone there, the people are super nice and. But I just yeah, there's like some some funny like like uh you know when they when when he said something about having to charge tax, he was like because the government's got to take a piece. I was like, whoa, dude! Like <laughs> this is a very normal pull, thing pulls, to like pulls out his rifle. <laughs> They used to have uh, one like uh, over, I think it was like off of 4th Street, and the girl that used to work behind the register talked like Lynette anyway. So yeah. there's so many people in, uh, in, in Albuquerque that, that talked that way. I was thinking earlier about yeah, um, for real. Uh, there's some comedian that frequents like the downtown area that is such like a Burkenio, like it, it's uh, Zach Abeta, I think his name oh, is. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah Burkenio person ever. It's it's a it's crazy how obnoxious we are as New Mexicans. Yeah. Uh, here, here's a good transition. We have another question. Not really a question. I don't know if it's a question, but uh, kind of like a, a statement that kind of falls into your neck. Your other your other craft. Hi, Brandon. Yeah. So you guys, uh, you're in a band, uh, Prism Bitch, which. Yeah, probably one of the the better bands in Albuquerque, I would say. Oh well, I mean, thank you. I mean, I, every there's fucking so many good bands in this town, like yeah. so many. Yeah, and um, so you, especially for not being like a huge city, right? And then you guys have have uh, had the you know kind of had the 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 luck and honor, well not luck, but the honor uh, to tour with uh, uh, Built to Spill. No, dude, it is luck. Yeah. Like it's it's like it's like seventy five percent luck, twenty five percent Lila mm-hmm. being a ballsy, friendly creature. Oh wow! And having artist passes at the festival in in a Boise Tree Fort that also got rescheduled, so like we had access to other you know musicians and. Um, oh, Shelby, you must have been in that show. I could have put you on the list. Um, huh. But uh, thanks, Brandon. Um, Brandon Kennedy is a DJ at KUNM, and he's nice. a really good. Show. But um, yeah, we we met like a uh, Chris and Lila in the band are huge Built to Spill fans, and they're like you know for those of you that don't know like a '90s indie rock band yeah. that's like kind of cult, right? It's you know like a couple radio hits, but not like not everybody big enough, knows. Big them, enough but, that Pitchfork talks about them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and, uh, and so I had like heard of them and heard like, you know, it was one of those things, like a few of my friends in high school were really big built to spill fans, but like, I, I kind of had missed it, you know, but we went to the festival that and and Doug from built to spills, they're from Boise. So that in the festivals in Boise and Lila and Chris were huge built to spill fans already. And they're like, we're going to fucking meet him. And I was like, cool, you know, good luck. You guys do it. Right. Um, and I guess he had caught our show. Nice. And liked it. So when Lila like got backstage to introduce herself, she was, um, he knew who we were. And, yeah. um, and we just asked if we could open for them if they ever come to Albuquerque. And he was like, okay, nice. So that, that, that was that was nice. I say, I say that like they get they they get talked about in Pitchfork because like literally before all this shit happened, I saw an article in Pitchfork on how your drummer Teresa she's she's 
she was filling in for the drummer for Built to Spill. Well, he kind of changes. He's the last mm-hmm. 10 years or so. He's been like Doug's the only original member right. of the band. Yeah. So he, it's been like a rotating. So we met um, Jason and Steve that were like, they were part of Built to Spill with Brett Netson, I think since like 2014, yeah. Well, Brett Netson was in it, was another, I think, original member. I'm not sure. Um, And so we met those guys when we first played with them. And then he started playing with these Brazilian dudes. Mm. And that's who we just toured with. And now the new lineup for this next bit of touring is Teresa, the drummer of Prism Bitch, who's fucking awesome. Right. And she works at hospital, too. She's an occupational therapist, so she makes sure people can, like, She's the one who evaluates people like, can you poop by yourself? Like, can I let you out of the hospital? Um, And so, yeah, so she like um, was set to do all this touring with them. Oh, thanks, Shelby. Um, And she still is. But yeah, it's really. uh, Yeah. COVID has put a a wrench in everybody's like life. Uh, Let's talk about that video. So you guys did that video. If, if you know people go to YouTube and they look up Prison Bitch, there's a quarantine video where you guys are all playing from your different like you know houses. Um, mm-hmm. I, Chris hit me up and was asking what I used to stream. I don't know if you guys use the same thing or not. We couldn't figure it out. Oh! It's not live. <laughs> Damn it! Yeah, it looks like we're all like on a Zoom together, mm-hmm. you know, playing. But really, we just um, recorded separate takes. Oh wow! And, it, yeah, it really I came off so well separate. though. Hmm? Oh yeah, Teresa went first, and she recorded the. Sorry, I'm pouring a beer. Ooh. And she uh, recorded a drum track, and then we all listened to the drum track so that we stayed in time. Nice. I mean, it's a killer, a killer job. Oh, it, thanks. Like people were like, oh, "Do you think great. they were all like just sitting there doing it together?" And I was like, "No," because of the way, and it, just because of the way it, you guys laid it out. Like, there's not a program that does it like that. Where the yeah, center, yeah. Chris was like, "Mm mm, yeah. nope." I call bullshit. <laughs> yeah, I was like, I'm debunking this right now. Yeah. No. And I guess we could say like, yeah, we were just trying to, we, we wanted to do it live, but we couldn't figure out a way. Yeah. So we just wanted to put something out. I think it turned out amazing though. Thanks. Have you guys watched that video? I have not. I just found out um, this week that prism bitch was not prison bitch. <laughs> uh, but you used to Chris- uh, invited me to a prison bitch concert and i was like i don't know what that is i was like is that one of smiley's friends is what i i think that's <laughs> what i have yeah yeah i Come mean on. that's what it was in the beginning because it was like gonna be like a theater show and actually the band that ex- inspired me so much that the band like that our band came into being was supposed to come to this year's revolutions um theater festival and that got canceled yeah we could, we could play Australian people that are fucking funny. We have the technology. How have your booking schedule's been affected by this so far. Yeah, we were supposed to go in March, and then that got canceled. And then um, it looks like our May stuff. I mean, we we're just kind of waiting and expecting all of the venues to cancel. And then we were supposed to go back out with Built to Spill in June, and that's been canceled. So. Um, yeah, like it's all just kind of moving. So I, I 
Yeah. Do you think a lot of this downtime is going to be beneficial for bands and like groups in long term? Maybe like during this time they're creating or taking the time to like look at their work. And do you think a lot of people are going to just like really blow up once things open? Yeah. Or do you think, uh, you know, a lot of the people in the smaller scenes are not taking advantage of this downtime? I feel like it's going to be all of those things. Like, yeah. hey. <laughs> Um, yeah, I feel like it's going to be all of those things. I feel like yeah. there are going to be people that like, that the only thing holding them back was they didn't have the time to, to, to write all the right. stuff they wanted to write. And this is going to be a boon for them. But then I was talking to, um, you guys know that band Red Mesa? They're yeah, like oh, a yeah. local band. Um, I was talking to Alex from that band and, you know, they had all this touring stuff scheduled and brad from that band is is pregnant and that's really exciting but that means if their stuff gets pushed past august when his baby is due then that means that they are not going to tour for you know who, who knows how yeah. long he'll be out with the new kid mm. so it's yeah like you just or you never know like what's going to happen in people's so that's a scary thing like the blessing is all the extra time yeah. right like now part part of me is like cool i can plant a garden and i can and i don't have to pay a house sitter or whatever but then the other part of me is like oh god you know what if who knows what you, you just can't plan right it's yeah tough. it's tough wasn't there next year huh i said what if this stuff isn't there last year yeah I just got well, hired on three things before this happened. Now they're like, you should probably look for another job. Oh no. I worry more about the venues than I do about uh, like the jobs coming up. Cause what if, you know, you know, music venues start closing down cause they can't, cause they're literally just making no money right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, I, I mean, you, I, I always think of like, I mean, you know what in Albuquerque, like sister and Launchpad are like, well, which Launchpad means moonlight, El Ray, inside out. Like, you know, we like to think of them like the too big to fails, but they're still small businesses. Is, is sister still doing food like curbside or? I don't know. Last I heard they were. Well, see, that's right. that's crazy because like if, the, if so, then sister still has income coming in. Now, the difference with that is, is Joe has none. Like mm-hmm. the last thing that they had left was that liquor store, the El Ray liquor store. And they kibosh that, and so now, oh, so shit, now, I didn't even think about that. Now that's that all they have. They have nothing. So yeah. Well, hopefully, you know, he's on the small business grants, but like the unemployment and like everything else, like those systems are so maxed out. Like, I don't know if you guys did this this last week, but I looked at my phone and I called the unemployment office. Like, I don't know, twenty some times. And you mm-hmm. your like social and, and then they were never able, I never talked to a person or was yeah. ever even put on hold. There's just like no way to talk to a human. No, it just hangs up on you. Oh, fun. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> At least it's it doesn't like, just oh, ring and ring. Busy. Call back later. Click. Right. Yeah. Well, I called the unemployment office, I think like 70 times over the week because, uh, Hamster, my partner, he got laid off uh, this week. He's a head brewer of Dialogue, and he got laid off. So, obviously, we're not having any income come in. And, yeah, you can't even talk to a human being. And their website is horrible. Yeah. You can't see, like, the status of your claims. or. <laughs> and I'm like, I have, a, I have a bachelor's degree. Like, what if I didn't yeah. speak English as a first language? Like, what if, right. what if I had, like you know, problems with, with reading or something like how the hell would you navigate this? And, you... and, and it's not like they don't have time to fix it right now. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm, I wonder if there can be some kind of like relief fund where IT people, <clears throat> IT people. <laughs> oh, no, no. I haven't. I'm still working. I'm still working. I know. I figure. I'm just saying it because maybe some of your listeners are. Oh. Are, are I thought you were talking to me. You got to think how old how old is that database? Like what yeah. what what code are they even using? <laughs> yeah, so they have, like, a business model from the 1980s. Yeah, I, I'm like I over here. I'm over here telling. Not you. prepared yeah. to handle this many people going through it all at once. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I like how I threw the nerdiest joke of the whole thing. He's like, "What code was that? I was like, QBasic. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> It probably is a joke. <laughs> Just to say, yeah. Uh, ooh, here's one. Frank Holloway from Hollow Spirits. Yeah, you guys. Uh, Frank Holloway's the owner of Hollow Spirits. Yeah, Frank. Represent. Frank, you can be famous if you get us all hand sanitizer. No, <laughs> there you go. I have a little bottle ready for it. <laughs> <laughs> If you can get me that, because like I was talking, so I don't, I don't know about Hollow Spirits, but I was talking to Matt from Broken Trail, and they've completely switched their operation over from making alcohol to making hand sanitizer for the state and federal government. Yeah, trash wow. too. Yeah, it's crazy. Like he was like, he was like, yeah, we got you know six tons of of al- of like this uh, 190 proof alcohol. And ethyl to, alcohol. Yeah, ethyl. Yeah, to make it, I was like, holy shit, that is a lot. Well, that's pretty. Yeah, Tractor's been selling gallons of it, but it's more. It works better in like a spritz. I don't know if it's got the same like goopiness. Just spray it right in your face. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, I'm eating them anyway. I love these old people candies. <laughs> I like Werther's. Oh, <laughs> uh, look at this. So here's what he says. Wow. Oh, no, Frank. Everybody buy like gift cards to Hollow Spirits. Right. I guess that's the way to do it, right? To help these businesses out. Some of them are completely closed. Mm-hmm. I've been trying to like go get beer from local breweries. As a, Yeah. I mean, here's Santa Fe, you know? Mm-hmm. So Santa Fe Brewing, they, uh, their, their, their tap rooms are still open and they're, they're selling package. And they're giving 100% of all their package sales to their employees. Oh, that's awesome! Yeah, because my new favorite thing on Fridays, their uh, their uh, uh, brewer Burt Boyce does uh, Q and A, and I like to go in and troll him <laughs> during his Q and A because I know he hates it. He hates doing the Q and A, and he gets like really nervous. So uh, why not go and troll him? You know? <laughs> You're like I'm a friendly troll. They're all. Does anyone have any questions? I'm like, yeah. What kind of rag do you use? So shine your head. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like, <laughs> you <know? laughs> that's a pretty good zinger troll. <laughs> I've got your video we could play. Sure. If people want to, we won't play the whole thing. We'll just play a little bit of it. Okay, cool. Hold on. We have the technology. Oh, man. I'm so excited. How are, where'd you get your cat painting, right? If people want to. Oh, see it. it was a gift. <laughs> but this is the video we were talking about where uh, you guys all recorded separately. Mm hmm. Now let's debunk this video. No, I'm just kidding. All right, yeah. So bottom left is Nelson Crane, yeah. and that's Lila Rose. She's the other singer. She lives in Vegas. Yeah. It's Teresa. How does that work out though? I mean, that's gotta be tough, right? Well, that's what's killing me is that like we all live here, and then Nelson's my roommate, so he actually like me and him recorded just in different rooms. Yeah. Um, and then uh, oh yeah, like pop up video 
let's see if I can like point out some Easter eggs. Uh, if you'll notice, Chris Walsh and Nelson both have lava lamps in their shots. <laughs> Nelson's kind of covered. Okay. Um, and then special you guys didn't think i could have this kind of technology huh you guys didn't think i had this kind of technology did you Mm -hmm. this is how i watched wrestlemania with some other people oops i mean i didn't do i'm playing jackbox Ooh, we could do that is that is that uh yeah share the screen what's that yeah, we've been playing Jackbox with people, but what is this? This is StreamYard? Yeah. Which is probably safer than Zoom, right? Uh, Holly, you have yeah, your mic muted. I don't know if you're in here showing their dicks. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this is a Wait. chat yeah, chat roulette. <laughs> Holly, what? your mic's muted. I don't know if you know that. Okay. Yeah, my dog's being a dick. Oh, so. okay. Oh, here you go. Show us your dog. I think you were going to say, show us your dick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Lauren, you're asking about this. This was a gift from my girlfriend. It's a uh, digital art, but it was printed, and it's like four foot by four foot, so it's huge. Yeah, <laughs> that's so I mean, awesome. I have two cats and a dog, and all I do is look at them and talk to them all day. So yeah. <laughs> oh, is, oh, there it is. Wait, I saw a glimpse of Holly's. Oh, oh who's that? That's Mitch. This is Mitchell. He's uh, mad because our roommate just came home. So, oh, yeah. I saw I saw someone post. Uh, they were like talking about Zoom meetings that you're having with your company, and they said, "Don't worry about your pets." They're like, "I was on a, a Zoom call with the CEO of a major corporation, and then as soon as my cat jumped in my lap, they're like, oh, is that a cat?'" They're like, "Show the cat,' you know? <laughs> <laughs> like, wow. I picture that happening with like government meetings right now, like. Mm. Like um, senators are streaming and they're like, "Oh, look at that!" So they, so, so, um, they don't. We don't do video. No video. No video meetings. Government. Nope. Oh, that's mm-hmm. smart, right? Because those are not secure. Correct. Especially like Zoom and whatnot. Um, mm-hmm. We do use a platform, but no one. They they just don't use it. it you know. So all all government meetings are all 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 audio. Mm. It's very interesting, but yeah, that would be cool though. <laughs> but it, but no, the, I wouldn't be surprised if all government meetings were by snail mail. How slow everything moves! Right, they had to write <laughs> in, in letter form and send it to each other. But uh, fun fact: there's a lot of times that I I, I I only wear underwear the entire day. I don't have to put any other clothes on, <laughs> and I'm like in yeah, meetings I just and shit. The top of me for this. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, I'll be in meetings and everything, like writing down shit and like notes and you know. <laughs> I'm like, oh, I better shower today. Whoops. Yeah, I've been seeing a lot of like, um, like on Instagram, they're like, ooh, or, or what was it? It was even, I think it was in my bizarre magazine. Yeah. yeah. Well, <laughs> oh the, no. Well, the state government, the state government, <laughs> us up. the state government can use Zoom. It's not like people are spying on the state government. Mm. So, <laughs> yeah, they could be. Maybe. Maybe somebody should spy on the unemployment office. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny because like I started telling people I saw that I started reading the articles and I was like, "Don't use Zoom," and people were like, "Ah!" And then like the, now they're getting investigated. Like it's it's that bad. Yeah, like, my <laughs> friend was on a like she's in a advocacy for like L.A. corrections, you know, department. Like you know, 
and and they're having this meeting that's like very serious yeah. about like getting trying to release prisoners that you know are not violent offenders right. so that they're not at risk and people kept zoom bombing them yeah that's yeah. the big one it's like zoom is so unsecure that people can just like pop into your meeting real quick and boom they're there yeah and, like, and i guess it's happening more with like yeah zoom bombing yeah you're right yeah yeah so nope with like advocacy groups and stuff that like come on man these people are just trying to do good stuff right Right. these people are just getting zoom bombed while they're having like a virtual funeral for their family (laughs) member and somebody just pops in yeah wow i wouldn't have thought of that that made me think of you know that made me you know that made me think of ray there was a um world of warcraft thing that went around i've never played the game don't know anything about it but like there was this video i watched one time people like you gotta watch this and one of the this clan the guy really died like the person who was behind you know behind the character really passed away so they were having a funeral in the game for the guy and this other group attack came in and attacked and killed them all (laughs) during the funeral (laughs) i was like i heard about that (laughs) what holly that's oh, awful. I heard about that. <laughs> Ooh. Zimbabwe, yeah, people doing that. I'm nasty. kind of happy if I saw some love making. I'm trying to get my fur kid in on this. Mateo. Okay. Mateo. Well, now let's see your dog. Yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to. My dog is really cute. <laughs> I mean, they all are, but. Yeah. <laughs> my dog's the cutest. I can't get him. All right. This is my uh this is my Mateo. Aww. Oh, he's so cute. He's really cute. He's like he's oh, super cute. Yeah, dude. He's a he's the star. Oops. If anyone wants to <laughs> Damn it. Chris doesn't want to yeah. No, I'm trying to I was trying to do this. That's what I was trying to do. There you go. Sorry. So we could see the dog up close. He's like, Mom, put me the fuck down. Okay. <laughs> I don't like this. Sorry, I wasn't trying to pull anybody. I was trying to. Yeah, Chris is all. Nah, too much attention on the dog. Look at me. No, Look thank me you. <laughs> no yeah. dogs allowed. I tried to kick Mitchell. Oh, sorry, Chris. Go ahead. No. I tried to kick Mitchell out of my room to do this, and he's so attached to me that he Aww. he like would not. So. The only reason Mateo won't be in here is because there's other people in the house for him to hang out with. Oh. Uh, if I was alone in the house, he wouldn't. He wouldn't be having it. <laughs> uh, Lauren remembers like when she came over to my house, my dog would just lay on the floor and like pass Carolina. out. Yeah. She would just like, there was like a, there's a picture where she's just like laying on microphone cables, just passed out. Oh. Just cause Didn't she was she wear like a hoodie. She had a hoodie. Yeah. She would wear a she little hoodie. Cause she was cold all the time. Oh. <laughs> when I get a, uh, like I'm only living in this apartment for a year and then now I'm going to buy a house and I'll get another dog. So. Carolina, get a cat instead. Ray doesn't. Ray's not a dog person. I love animals, but yeah, cats are lower maintenance. How do uh, how does someone get an otter as a pet? Is that a thing? Are we allowed? What? You have to have a permit. Damn it! (laughs) I want to do like the Tiger King thing, but with otters. Yeah, it's it's amazing the shit. Yeah, because I know there was a guy when I worked as a lifeguard in high school. One of my bosses, he bought these two baby alligators, and we swam in the pool with them. 
I thought it was fucked up that he had him, and I was like 17. I yeah. was like, this is a stupid call, bro. <laughs> and you were scared to swim with them, or were they like little, little? They were little. They were like. Oh, okay. I was like, like, that's a kind of big event in your life to go swimming with gators. Right. Yeah, no, they were little. They were like maybe two feet long from like nose to tail. But yeah, I was like, what's your plan with these, bro? He's like, no, I'm going to, he was going to make his backyard this like habitat for them. But that's a terrible idea. Like, (laughs) no. (laughs) Um, And I think that's where all those Alamogordo gators come from, like idiots buying them. And I will see, I don't know where it's at, but there's a place in the world. And I, I think it's like reserved for like years out. So you have to get a reservation in, but you can go and just swim with otters. And I think that would be just like absolute heaven. You know, everybody's like dolphins. I'm like, no, otters. They have little hands. Next to an otter. They have the little hands and they hold things. Yeah, I think otters are a little vicious. Crab on are, they, are they really? Huh? I know that they're pretty vicious within like their community. Oh. They're okay, raping. Ray, why do you gotta go ruin otters yeah, like what that? What the fuck, Ray? <laughs> yeah. Just let me think happy thoughts here. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, they're cool. Like, they're they're not they're not little pussies, you know. Like an will, will come correct. <laughs> Got to defend. Um, so are you gonna? Uh, so we're at the end of the hour. Are you gonna stick around for the second hour, uh, Lauren? If you want, uh, of course we want you here. Oh, okay. It's the wavy hour. Uh, okay. Who who has anything to promote? I mean, we don't have any shows coming up out anywhere, but uh, well, I have a whole lot of no comedy shows right now but uh hamster and i have a new podcast called uh bad advice saves the world how's it going and i have a feeling that the longer we're in quarantine together it's gonna devolve so, <laughs> so it's not definitely to... watch, definitely listen to it must listen yeah <laughs> so it's, nice. is it doing well are people listening or feedback i mean that's subjective. Like yeah. we're having fun with it, so that's really the only reason we did it. Yeah, it's uh, tough. Was it's tough. We needed more time together because yeah. we never saw each other, and it's now we see each other. You know, it, it, it's tough to get a, a podcast <laughs> launched. I mean, it really is, and it's it's tough to get it out there. I mean, it, you know, it might take you I don't know thirteen years to get it launched and doing well. <laughs> Who knows? Yeah, and by then it'll really devolve. So it'll right. be great. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Uh, actually, the funny thing is, there's a funny story. I'll tell you about a, 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 how I started. There was a, um, a man and a woman doing a podcast as a couple, uh, and they were one of the shows that actually uh, inspired me to do this show. Um, I'll talk about that in the second hour. I'll kind of tease that and what happened to them. Um, oh, yeah. That sounds ominous. Look at my eyes. I'm, like, intrigued. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I'll tease that for the second hour. Um, so Smiley, you want to tell anybody what you got going on? Uh, sure. Since this is the, the, the time everyone's streaming right now, you can have a fun game uh, looking for me uh, on uh, I'm in the background of Daybreak. Uh, I'm in the whole uh, second season of Midnight Texas. And then uh, uh, if you have NBC, The Brave, uh, any of those things are fun. You can you can see me standing around, loitering, playing different things. Yeah. You play a where's Smiley. Yeah. yeah, make a drinking game. Mr. Ray? 
Um, I'm still uh, doing art, so you can follow my art page at Basura Paint. Uh, I just did a painting recently, and I did a, a graphic for this show, and then I uh, also did a, um, or I got commissioned to do a t-shirt design uh, for uh, a wrestler out of Texas, and I'll be working on that a little later after the show tonight. But yes, yeah, so you can follow my stuff on uh, Basura Paint. And then, uh, you know, everything else here on 10 Drink Minimum as well. Nice. I just smashed that like button. Dang. Ah, thank you. Like and oh, subscribe. I got a thing to promote. Okay. Did I cut? No. Oh, uh, Prism Bitch is, is dropping a new single April 16th. Ooh. What is that? Yay. What is that, Thursday? Yeah. Thursday. Yay. See, yeah. that's why you came on here was to promote that. Yeah, that's why. <laughs> You know why? You know why I asked you to be on it because I knew that I could get you because I was like, she's not working now. I know I can get her. Because <laughs> you're hard to get. She's hard to get. She always works or she has like something going on. Yeah. Now you. Now every. Now you know I'm never not here. And then I have a like. I'll tease it. I have a question for Lauren on how she's handling all of this quarantine because I know I know Lauren. How long we know each other now? Seven, eight years now. Yeah, wow. It's, it's, so of all the people, like, I'm very interested in how you're handling this because I just know your personality. and uh, you know. Yeah, I love it. But we'll tease that for the second hour. Um, for us, I need to tease it out. Yeah, for us, we uh, you could see, see us here most uh, Sunday nights from 6 to 8 p.m. Uh, tendrinkminimum.com. We have a YouTube channel. We have uh, facebook.com forward slash tendrink. Um, and we have our uh, Instagram channel. Or Instagram page at uh, Tindrink. Um, I also like randomly during the week. I've been throwing up video, like just turning the stream on, and I've been talking to people, and, it, and it's crazy how how many people join in and like talk. I mean, uh, Holly and I did it last night, and we're at like five hundred and like thirty views already from just last night. I did like I did like three hours last night, and it was <laughs> me and my mouth tired. What's that? That's when you make a joke about oh. your well, mouth is tired. Well, so Holly, <laughs> Holly did like the first part of it, and then Ming Chen from uh, Comic Book Men popped in, and he did oh, like cool. a, he did the like second hour and a half. <laughs> it was like for him, it was like two or three in the morning, and I was just like, "Dude, you're crazy." So and he was like, "Time doesn't exist anymore." <laughs> now it doesn't for some people, right? For me, it does. But so go on our Facebook page and check some of those out. And uh, you know, like our like our Facebook page because whenever I go on there, it pops up there. So uh, I don't know, but uh, I want to thank Lauren for doing the show. She's going to stick around for the wavy hour. Uh, I want to thank everybody for watching. You know, we're going to do a, take a ten. You know, probably about ten minutes. We'll probably come back about seven ten. I have to tell everybody so that uh, that you know, because I I can't. Like, usually everyone's in the room, so not today or n not for a while. But uh, thank you guys for watching. Um, we definitely drink. We do the show. You should as well. But always remember, never get too drunk to jerk. 10drinkminimum.com. Hey, wait, is wavy hour because we're all faded? Yep. Okay. Fingers left.
For the wavy hour. Where's everyone else at though? Where's your who did the last I'm here? Song? What's who that? Did, who did that song, that country ballad for y'all? You know who it is. Do you not know? Take a guess. No. It's, Carlos. Take, it's okay, Carlos the it's Tall. It's Carlos the Tall. Oh yeah, that makes sense. He was uh so the funny the, the, the backstory of that song was Carlos, you know, he's done the show a couple times and you know He's like one of those people. He actually did this really amazing. Him and uh, what is his name? His old drummer uh, from Youngsville. Ryan Scarada. Yeah, uh, they uh, when we were at the art bar, they did a really cool cover of Cindy Lauper time after time. And oh, nice. I, and I have it, and it's. I really wish I could clean up the audio on it. It's so amazing. But um, anyway, one day, you know, he lives in Austin now, and you know how he likes to do that. If you've ever seen him live. He likes to do this thing where he um, takes someone's name and he makes a song out of it. And he goes, really bored today. Who wants me to write a song about their name? And I was like, I want you to write a song about our show. And he did, that's the song he wrote. Oh, man. And as a, yeah. as a songwriter, I would feel yeah. pretty inspired by the you know prompt <laughs> and drinks minimum. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, what did we tease for the second? I already forgot. Damn drinking. Oh, no. We're going to tell us the origin story. Like there was a couple. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. So Holly, Holly, uh, Holly and, and hamster do a podcast now together as a couple. So when I first started out, people always like ask me, like they, people ask me all the time, what podcast do you listen to? I really don't listen to a lot, but when I was first, I first got into podcasts, one of the really, really, really big ones. And I, and they're still really big is a show called Keith and the girl. And I was a real big fan. And uh, Keith Malley and uh, Hemda, uh, I can't think, what was her last name? Kaleli, Haleli, something like that. And they were a couple living together in New York. Keith and what? Keith and the girl. Mm. And like I liked them so much when they did a live show in Dallas, Texas. Uh, My girlfriend and I drove there and saw it and met them. Um, Anyway... Uh, as far as I know, I haven't kept up with the show throughout the years, but they ended up breaking up and they broke up and didn't tell anyone and still kept doing the show as if they were like a couple for quite a while. And then they uh, finally like they had an episode where they announced it and they had they, they have like this. Re- they, they used to have this. I don't know if they still do. They had this big forums like that. People were just constantly like in all the time, like, you know, like the forums had a life of its own. I don't know if you remember those days when you'd have forums where like people would just like start. Ma- it's kind of like Reddit now, where Reddit yeah. just has a life of its own. But I was the- gonna say, I think that's still a thing. Yeah, but um, yeah, they ended up uh, breaking up, and like he ended up getting a different like girlfriend, and she started dating uh, a woman, and it was like this whole crazy. But like, 
it didn't change the fact that the show was good. It just all of a sudden opened up more things, you know? It was really interesting. So and they could talk about the people they were dating. Right. And- you know. It's very interesting. And he's a comedian. He was a stand-up comedian that had had quit. And they were uh, uh, their day job was they were like performers in the fact that like if someone had a birthday party and they wanted Elmo, uh, Keith would get hired and he would be dressed up as like a generic Elmo or a generic <laughs> clown or uh, yeah. And so they just literally hated their day jobs. But they were one of the first podcasts I ever saw where they made enough money that they stopped working. Oh, wow. That was a long time ago. Yeah. It's not like that anymore. But uh, that was all pre, like, uh, Mark Maron and uh, Joe Rogan. And so they're still around. Keith and the girl are real real big. I still get, like, every year on my birthday, I still get, like, an email from them for my birthday. (laughs) I'm like, oh, yeah. Whoops. And then I heard Well, let's hope me and Hamster don't break up. Right. No, no. I'm just I think we're doing pretty good, though. Like, we haven't. We haven't fought that much, oh, yeah. uh, but I will tell you that having a four-year-old uh-huh. during quarantine yeah. will cause a lot of fights. Oh, I bet. Four-year-old is it? Well, I guess it's a mutual four-year-old. Uh, she's my bonus daughter, <laughs> but I mean, she is mutual, I suppose. But um, oh, speaking of my four-year-old, Chris gave me an assignment last night. Oh yeah, uh, I was pretty drunk last my- night, by the way. Huh? I was pretty wasted by that last night. You're like, here's your homework. <laughs> you need to yeah. tell. What, I don't even remember what this is. Go ahead. Oh, you told me that I needed a Jeff name. Oh, that's but right. But I had to ask my kid for for my Jeff name. You're right. Jeff name? Yeah. What's we'll, a Jeff we'll name? Explain. We'll explain here in a second. Smiley knows what it is. So yeah. I had to explain to my four-year-old that she was naming me uh, as a type of Jeff. Which then led to a whole series of questions. So thank you for that, Chris. You're welcome. Because um, I didn't really know what to tell a four-year-old. Uh-huh. Um, but <laughs> she named me Screamy Jeff. <laughs> yes, yes. Nice. See that? I love it. See, that's the thing. So okay. So Smiley, uh, we, we Smiley and I, well, like our whole friend group, we do this thing called Road to Riches every year, and it's the sun. Yeah, our whole crew. Uh, we would have all uh, actually. Ray hopefully would have went this year, and Holly would have went this year if it didn't get canceled. But um, it's an underground underground bluegrass festival. And last year, we you know we have our own camp. Like Tendring Minimum has its own camp, and you know. Is it in Telluride or where? No, it's in Rama, New Mexico. It's like two hours away. Oh, cool. So anyway, last year this little boy. Oh, here we go. There you go. <laughs> 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 at, at, I'll ask Shelby. Shelby, Shelby's Jeff name. That's a good question. What's Shelby's Jeff name? What's Billy's Jeff name? So, um, Shelby, do you think it's a good criteria that someone can be a Jeff as long as they get they get the name from a, a, a child? Has to be under like the age of like seven, I think. So anyway, this little boy came up <laughs> and he was like, started giving us Jeff names. He would. He was like. He like looked at Marty. He's like, your butt cheeks, Jeff. Oh my God, that's such a good name yeah. for Marty. And then he, and then Smiley, what did he call you? I was actually Tent Jeff's friend. Tent Jeff's Who? friend. I don't know. I was, Tent? I was friends with Tent Jeff, so I didn't Tent. get an official Jeff name, but I was friends with Tent Jeff. So Shelby is uh, says that uh, she's Safety Jeff, 
and <laughs> Billy is Ginger Man Jeff. <laughs> and uh, well, you I- know what's weird, uh-huh. Chris, is like once <laughs> I kind of like got it to a point where she like understood what, what was happening. Yeah, she just goes, oh, yeah, that's easy, and I was like, oh no. And she goes, you would be screaming, Jeff. Duh. Uh, I, I'm, so I'm, I don't know if I like need to cut down on screaming. I don't know, I, right? I have not seen you scream once this entire podcast. <laughs> right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. Uh, I was Grandpa Jeff. <laughs> I gotta assume because I, I have gray. Like some kind of like Epstein joke or something. Right. I was like, what? But it's it makes more sense that a child like came out right. of. <laughs> well, the the funny thing too was is we're like, well. Like, Someone asked him, they're like, are you Jeff? And he goes, no, I'm John Cena. (laughs) (laughs) And so so if you ever see us on Facebook and we're like, where my Jeff's at, it's all about it's all about that. There's like there's like 10 or 11 of us that have Jeff names because my dad's name is Jeff. Oh, he's Jeff. Jeff. Boy, I was going to be a Jeff. When me and Nelson, my roommate, were talking the other day about how Jeffs are either good or evil. <laughs> Marty just chimed in, butt cheek Jeff here. Hey! Uh, <laughs> but uh, I, I think the criteria, like I made it up last night. I was like, I was like, well, you know, if, if we want to expand the Jeff empire, you, if you want to be a Jeff, you have the criteria is, is you have to find a kid that that's under the age of seven, and and they have to give you a Jeff name. I mean, that's you just, like, you know. so yeah, you see all these people coming up to kids. Hey, kid, come here. Let me ask you. No, <laughs> Josh is a potty Jeff. <laughs> so uh, sorry to interrupt the, the Jeff talk here. Yeah. Uh, I just got a uh, notice that one of the fans from the multiverse out in uh, oh. Arizona, uh, his birthday's today. And oh. He's turning 17. And I was asked to give a shout out to Devin. Uh, one of the fans from Party Hard Wrestling out there. Uh, but today is his birthday, and he's uh, turning 17. So thank you again for all the support, Devin. Hope you're watching. Hope you had a great birthday, uh, even in quarantine. Oh, dang. Happy ah, birthday, look Devin. At, look at Ray. Still <laughs> still doing it for the fans. Yeah. Look, he's, he's got like a heart like a cat. He's the biggest heart in the world. He does. <laughs> yeah. He does. Uh, well, it's crazy because like WrestleMania was last week, and Ray that's where Ray was, and I watched it later. It was right. really crazy to watch WrestleMania with no fans. That was a really weird. Yeah, I was going to say they couldn't have an audience. No. So the first they did it in two nights. And the first night, like they had matches with no fans in the crowd, but then the final match of the night was a movie that they had filmed. Yeah, so oh, <laughs> thanks guys. But yeah, so the first night of WrestleMania ended and the uh, the final match was essentially like a production, like yeah. a full like from like different camera angles. Oh yeah, and, uh, like, pyro was, and yeah, special effects. The Undertaker. Like, I was super entertained by it. I liked it. Uh, I I don't see a lot of people that hated on it. I think most people were thoroughly entertained, but it was definitely a weird thing to see. Like I never expected to see that kind of wrestling match from like the undertaker, but well, it made sense. So, okay. So like all that happened and like, have you seen like what uh, Dana white from the UFC was trying to do with the Island? Yeah. He tried to buy a private Island so that he could have the UFC on a private Island. And everybody's like, it's really happening. Mortal Kombat's really happening. <laughs> right. And I was like, yes. 
Oh, if only like a spooky dragon boat picked up everybody. Yeah. At a right. Spot. And uh, the only reason he got stopped is ESPN was like, no, stop. <laughs> Anna White, she's like on a big throne, like, and they just like fight in front of him. Yeah. yeah. He's like, finish him. Finish him. <laughs> I just thought that was the craziest thing. Like, like, like where in the world, like only in this quarantine would they be like, UFC president Dana White is trying to buy private islands so they can still have UFC. And Chris, I was raised on Mortal Kombat. That definitely hits a uh, hits a, a key for me because I remember whenever we were growing up, we'd play the game, but then we'd go home and we'd play Mortal Kombat, <laughs> right. where we'd like pretend to be different fighters. And the first time I ever had my air knocked out was by my sister, oh. and like I threw her on the ground, and I was like, "Liu Kang wins," and I was like dancing around, and she like jumped up and she slams me down so hard. To this day, I just remember being slammed down harder than anyone has ever slammed me. And like, she's like, Sonya Blade hasn't died yet. And I <laughs> in crying to my mom and, and my dad was filming this uh, on like unbeknownst to us. And she's like holding the camera. And then like, whenever I'm like crying, he's just like, <laughs> like just how do we get that footage is what I want to know. Right. <laughs> no, that's one thing that I kind of think is the bright side of the quarantine is uh -huh. I feel like Scorpion when I go to the store. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Somebody like, posted uh somebody posted pre quarantine and it was like it was like the Mortal Kombat like uh uh screen where you pick a character and then it was like post quarantine and it was all the ninjas because <laughs> and I was like, Yes. I will say the meme game during the quarantine is fucking amazing. Just the That's Tiger King, or people have no other time other than just shit post all day. Oh my! The TikToks, <laughs> the TikToks are off the chart. Yeah, yeah I gotta get with TikTok. You gotta figure it out. I figured. I, I just made a new TikTok today. Oh wow! I'm really, I'm really stepping up my TikTok content. Yeah, I, not I, really. I wouldn't. I, I, I'd be like, I'm not, I'm not saying you shouldn't. I'm just saying I can't because I'm like, I don't know what to do here dance in front of the yeah, camera you know what here's the here's the truth chris none of us know what we're doing unless unless you're like 12 oh i know right you know or like if you're like 30 or like you, you're super just old super hot girl like every time i go on tiktok it's like super tiktok it's like tiktok tiktok <laughs> it's like a super hot girl and they're like lip syncing someone else talking yeah and then i'm like i watch the whole thing i'm like well okay okay yeah, that's like that's pretty much what TikTok seems to me. I feel like it's a lot of funny videos. Or the ones I hate, the ones I hate are like they show like all the way up to a point, and like if you want to see the ending, go ahead and subscribe to my TikTok. And you're like, motherfucker, I hate you people. <laughs> you know? In the beginning, I thought TikTok was only for singing because they'd have those advertisements of like those people like dressed like the the Mad Hatter all, and I just like hated it. And I, I wanted it to be Vine, and now that it is like getting there, I'm trying to have to forget what it was whenever they first started it. Because like, <laughs> Vine, right? There's more Vine. No, so Vine, Vine, Vine was purchased by uh, Twitter, and then Twitter just shuttered it one day. They were like, nah, and it, it blew my mind. I was like, that's kind of nuts, you know? Yeah. I will say this though, the Twitter guy. Have you heard about the the Twitter owner, like the billionaire, the CEO? He he's actually so he's worth three billion dollars, and he's donating a billion to the COVID uh, uh, relief. It's like oh. a, a third of his 
worth, which you're like, well, he, he could wow. donate more, but that's more than any other person. Yeah. And, and yeah, it's, it's, yeah, I wish more billionaires would take dude a billion a, dollars. What do you need all your money for, bro? Yeah. Like, well, so like, don't you have all the cars you could possibly want? And yeah. well, so I, I always know. thought that was the dumbest thing is like when Snapchat was real big. I don't know if it's real big now. I mean, it, it's, is. It, it is, but it's not like they, they, uh, Facebook offered them $3 billion. And I think the entire company had 13 employees. And, and that didn't include like, like the owner, there was like three owners and it was like, why would you not sell that? And they were like, no, nah, we're not going to sell it. We're not going to sell it. We're not selling it. And everybody's like, Oh wow. Good for them for not like, you know, buying in. And, and, and then they came out and they're like, no, we feel it's worth way more. And I was like, yeah. I was like, I don't give a shit what I own. If someone like if someone walked in right now and was like, uh, "Chris, we're gonna give you a, a three billion dollars," cool, done. You can never do the show again. Cool, done. And I'd like, I would take like two billion. I'll start a new show. And I would just give you guys all the rest. Here you go, <laughs> done. And you know what we'd all, you know what we would all do? Nothing. We would do what we wanted. Like we would never work again. You know. I work my ass off. I don't know, like what that will look like. I was like. I used to not really like to go out to, you know, a lot of events unless I really had to. Uh-huh. And now I'm like begging for it. Right. <laughs> like, what yeah. do you think that's going to be like whenever this quarantine's over? Oh my God. I'm going to actually be happy to sit at an open mic. Do you think though, here, here's, here's my question. Do you think we're going to like go to the launch pad business as usual? Or do you think people are going to be uh, so afraid to touch each other? It's going to be silly. We're, I think that, like life as we used to know it, it will never be back to that all the way. Yeah, there's always gonna be some like weird thing to it always because I I know that I'll never look at big social settings like that the same. Yeah, uh, even if it's like I'm not like scared of anything, I'm, it'll just be like, man, this this is crazy. I'll, I'll, if nothing else, I'll just appreciate it more. Yeah. It'll be like it'll be like uh, Grandma lived through the Great Depression. And, right. Uh, and, uh, yeah, like, we all a little bit like Howard Hughesy. <laughs> yeah. The like, yeah. My grandpa lived through the through the quarantine of 2020, and uh, you know he he's always stocked up on his uh, spaghetti. Great depression too. I saw this interview with a guy who lived from the through the flu pandemic of 1918, and they yeah. were like, "Oh, how long ago do you do you think how long?" Did it feel like things went until people started like going to church and going to? Uh-huh. You know, gatherings like normal and he was like i think 1922 it felt normal again wow wow but i mean yeah i mean now things maybe maybe not but like yeah. move quicker or whatever because of technology but yeah i think i think like once you've gotten that like germaphobe howard hughes mindset you can't just turn it off right yeah but i hope people still want to come to fucking concerts or else fuck <laughs> i mean my sister was talking about birthday cakes and like i hadn't really thought about that she's like i don't know someone blowing all over their birthday cake has me thinking differently about it she's like i don't know oh, wow think yeah. it was pretty weird to begin with but now like i don't want to eat anything that somebody's blew all over yeah. yeah i mean i can tell you guys don't have small children in your homes right. because <laughs> like she blows on everything all the time <laughs> just have to get she rid of her. things in her mouth like yeah. i don't Huh? You'd have to take her to the pound. I know. 
thought when you said uh, get rid of her, I don't think that's an option. I like how Ray says get rid of her, and his his version of that is to the pound. For me, it was just like a silencer. You know, like, no. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was hoping that she could get rehomed at least. <laughs> like she gets out of the car, she's all, "This isn't Disneyland." You know, yeah, you know. Look at the flowers. <laughs> right. Oh my god. <laughs> right, we're terrible people. No, man. Uh, I'm kind of hoping everybody has a little bit of social anxiety like I do. Uh, so then maybe it won't be so scary for people with social anxiety. Yeah. Well, and a good thing I saw was someone was posting this handicapped artist who's um, like physically unable to go out a lot. She was like, uh, well, now everything's accessible to me. So that's cool. Like right. that now people are streaming so much that there's this awareness of making things accessible for people that yeah. can't go out all the time. But she's like, I hope we keep it up, you know, or, or at least yeah. that in mind. Cause that could be really cool. Now we have the technology, like yeah. why not? Well, here's, here's crazy. Like we have these people who are like celebrities and they're like, look at me, look at me. And I'm watching like some of the stuff they're doing. And if they don't have someone like helping them, they don't know how to do it. For example, Chris Jericho, the <laughs> professional wrestler, last night he does a show on Saturday nights called uh, Chris Jericho's something Saturday nights or whatever, Slam It Saturday nights or whatever. He had Kevin Smith on his show. Now, when I say he had Kevin Smith on his show, Kevin Smith was on a laptop and he held it in front of the fucking webcam like this. <laughs> and Wait, I'm like, Kevin Smith, what? He had what? Kevin, like he Jesus. interviewed Kevin Smith on his show, and he literally was holding a laptop or had a laptop in front of his webcam so people could see web uh, Kevin Smith on the computer. Oh. He didn't do this like you should, and I was just blown away by like what? Like yeah, no do one. You think Anderson Cooper could set this shit up, Chris. No, no. You're you're ahead of that guy, right? I was just like, I literally like chimed in and I saw Kevin Smith on a laptop. (laughs) I was like, what is going on there? Like (laughs) no one showed you how to do this. Like you can't talk to somebody. What the hell people? Like 52 years old. Oh, that's true. He's in the, uh, I'm 45. I'm 45. Does that mean I have a seven year? Like, you know? Yeah. I will say he's probably in way better shape than me, though, at 52. Is he really 52? I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. I think he's up there. I don't think he's 50, though. When you started typing it in, Ray, did it populate? Were you, were uh, you, how old is yeah, it? Like, it, was, it, was the third, it was the third option. What were the other names? Uh, well, Chris Jericho, I typed in. I said Chris Jericho Cruz, Chris Jericho AEW, Chris Jericho Age. Yeah. So that kind yeah. of shit freaks me out when you start asking a question and you see what the computer thinks it's going to be. Right. right. 49. Okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, just, it's called Chris Jericho. 75. Saturday night special is what it's called. That's the show. I'm trying to find an image of like him, like holding the letter or have the, I, I was just blown away by it. I was like, man. All right. And I'm sure you got, you know, hundreds of thousands of watches. But Oh shit. Okay, I didn't know who Chris Jericho was. Oh, you're not a Jericho holic? Oh, yeah. That's like a solid, I don't know, like that from that picture yeah. I'm like 
29 or 59. Like, I <laughs> right, right. So Lauren's clearly not a Jericho-holic. Yeah. <laughs> not a what a great what a great name for your your fans, Jericoholics. I saw Luchadors last year and that for me was the gateway drug to wrestler appreciation. Yeah. What were okay. you saying, Ray? Huh? I said, do you have a name for uh the fans of Lynette? Oh yeah. Uh people that have my love and blessing and thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what would you say like Lynettophiles. And Jericho has the Jerichoholics. Yeah. Okay, so they'd be like the 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 Nets. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe we'll put that in the chat if anybody has any any yeah, good suggestions. All y'all that are good at puns, come up, come with it. We have the we have the ten DM so disciples. I don't know if that's a thing. I don't know. Yeah, like the the Duquenas. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to just call them my kingdom. Like it was kind of like, oh. you know, they're in my kingdom. That's a good one. Yeah. Uh, I don't know, uh, Lauren, if you knew that I was originally the Trash King. That was my moniker whenever I was a professional wrestler. Uh, oh, my God. No, I saw a flyer with you. Yeah. <laughs> Are you from Los Lunas? No, but uh, I uh, have wrestled all over uh, New Mexico, and I was working. You know, you know Joe Casada. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, I remember seeing one of your flyers that was up at Tractor, and it and the you're the only person I remember. Ray Buster as a trash man. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, this guy's fucking cool. The trash yeah. king. The trash man. Or wait, isn't there an Always Sunny episode where like Danny DeVito? Yeah, the Danny DeVito was the trash man, and yeah. like I was the trash king. But every time it like makes this rounds, that always gets sent to me. They're like, "Have you seen this?" I'm like, "Yeah, yeah, I like it." Oh, I, I, I thought your, I thought your name was Duke the Dumpster Drosy. Right. <laughs> oh. Like I'm the trash man. Well, do you know what? So that's what. It, so so his name is. So he he's he's called Ray Basura. Do you know what Basura means in Spanish? Trash. Yeah. Do you know what Ray means? King. Yeah. But you have an A instead of an E. Yeah. 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 Oh, oh my God. look at just, look like, at that. And reversed it. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. Ray Basura. <laughs> Sarah Kate says, oh, my God, Sarah, see, she didn't even know she loved you until she knew you. Oh, <laughs> yeah. no. What do you think? Of, what do you think of Ray? And I go trash. Yeah. <laughs> trash. Trash. I didn't know there was a like Shelby. She's the queen of like saying trash. And I posted oh, yeah. some Shelby like Shelby and I call everybody trash. Well, and then she has an icon like saved on her phone of of trash. And like literally, I posted something about some politician that said something fucked up, and immediately she just like prompted with the picture of trash, <laughs> and I was just like, yeah. and I knew, and I and I knew, I, I I saw the picture in her voice, trash. I really yeah. want to meet Shelby. I don't think I know her. Yeah, but she she's the best. She sounds amazing, and she made these awards for Simo's uh, New Year's Eve party. Oh yeah, yeah. She made these. Like, light like human size paps blue ribbon blue oh yeah, ribbon, yeah 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 bodies and yeah. uh 
I was like, who made this? What angel? I feel like like, I was like, oh, this woman I've never met. It's taken me 20 years of my life to embrace the party with costumes. You know, but I've no, finally done it. Smart because her her New Year's theme and oh my god, do you guys remember New Year's when we when everyone was like, let's be hopeful about twenty twenty? <laughs> right. Twenty twenty is my year. It's gonna be so much better, guys. That was cute. New New Year, New Decade. Yeah. Yeah. I like I like how uh, they were like. 2020 is going to be the great the, the meme that I love was 2020 is going to be the, the the best year ever and then it's like Australia's on fire World War, War 3 is about to happen plague crosses the you know, the world and it's like yeah, I, I said Trump literally was on the brink of us going to World War 3 like 2 days into 2020 right and then Australia yeah. was literally burning like just burning everywhere you could see it well, from space they had the locust in uh, yeah, the locust. Africa. I don't know if you'd read about yeah. that like right whenever uh everything was starting to step up with the uh the self isolation here in the yeah. US the uh, Africa is getting getting hit with plagues of locusts wow Yep. Yeah, and then, and then there's still um, oh god, was it in Sudan where they're now they're fighting Ebola? Mm-hmm. Well, they were still fighting Ebola, and now COVID's in the mix. Well, let, we let's not let's not forget about well, well, let's not forget about the volcano that exploded. That when it the last yeah. time it exploded, it caused a uh, uh, tsunami that killed 400 people. So yeah. let's not forget about that. Crack there we go right there. Uh, don't forget that Krakatoa is erupting again. Krakatoa. Yeah. We, I did a YouTube video on that. <laughs> right. So, hey, sweet. <laughs> you know, um, 20, picture of the Shelby thing that she made. So instead of like grandpa lived through the coronavirus epidemic or pandemic, I'll be like, grandpa lived through 2020. <laughs> That's what he did. <laughs> he lived through 2020. What was 2020 like? Well, it was a hellscape. Let me tell you. <laughs> You'd go to the grocery store and there was no toilet paper anywhere. First of all, and like, what about sanitary wipes? <laughs> ha! You're out of your mind. What right. about hand sanitizer? You fool! Somewhere Michael Stipe is giggling. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I love that. Did you see that? That uh, uh, REM, it's the end of the world as we, uh, it's the end of the world has uh, recharted. Oh, I'm sure. Yeah. Oh, God, that makes sense. Uh, um, climate change. Actually, climate change is the positive thing. Like, is it, like shit's cleaning up. I'm you're like, oh, nice. Like the Earth's like, you know, know what? Have you seen those pictures of like how you can see the sky better in certain places? LA. There's not as much pollution. The L.A. one was crazy. Yeah. There was this yeah. giant ass crow just walking down my sidewalk earlier today. Yeah. It was literally like bigger than any rooster I've ever seen. And it's just yeah. walking, not, you know, it was just not on a stroll, like it's patrolling the sidewalk. Um, not afraid for its life. Yeah. They saw uh, a photo was taken of coyotes on the Golden Gate Bridge. Because, like, you know. Um, so I- it's like, it's, it's like my neighborhood. Always, just um, just some some coyotes, some foxes, uh, roadrunners all over the place. I saw a woodpecker in my backyard the other day. Wow, I saw the dolphins like in Venice. That was crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and like the coyote thing, like the the Holly was talking about. That shit's nuts. 
Like they, someone in Denver was like filming, and they were like up on their balcony. You just hear coyotes all over Denver. No, you know, just going nuts. Yep. Dude, the planet, she's taking it back. She's like, okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna take this back. She's like, you guys need to clean it up. No, no, you're not gonna do it. All right, virus. Poof. Have at that. How about a little volcano <laughs> action, guys? You know, who knows? Mother Earth is grounding us. That's what she's yeah, doing. Yeah, go to your room. <laughs> We're in timeout. And it only takes a month? Right. Yeah. We're only grounded for a month. Dude, it this feels like so Hail Mary style slap on the wrist shit. Yeah. <laughs> so, so we're we're just on this planet month to month. They're all, well, if they stay away for a month, everything's cool. <laughs> right. Like, you know, like the funny thing was that someone posted, they're like, don't forget to uh, go out and start your car so it's not dead when you go to drive it. And I was like, man. Oh wow! Look at this one. Someone, someone's watching. Look at this. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda your pie was great. That's not a sexy joke. She gave me pie yesterday. Uh-huh. Ten foot distance, and I ate it for breakfast this morning. She didn't give me no pie. Look at this optimistic fuck. Oh, look at that! <laughs> that was uh, New Year's Eve. What could go wrong? New Year's Eve. Oh, New Year's. In my element, right? <laughs> Which is funny because like most of those people are like dressed like cowboys, and uh, like I actually grew up in that environment. Oh yeah, here it is. So it was a uh, Shelby made this fine <laughs> award for the party. Aww. Yeah. So yeah, Amanda answered. Yeah. Yeah. You know, when we had Amanda on the show, we were still really unsure what was going on, and she was actually still on the fence about South by Southwest happening. Oh yeah. Well, we were yeah. Really dark about what things were going to look like in the next couple weeks. Well, I'll, I'm gonna you I'm gonna spoil it for her. What's that? Was Barney on the show too? He was on. So okay, so Amanda was on uh, like the Sunday night show, and then like right when this really started to like happen. Uh, I did a f- special Friday edition of Ten Drink Minimum. That's the one that Barney was and on. And Barney, I was like, hey, hey, the funny part is, let me let me actually throw that out there. I hit up Barney, and I was like, hey, uh, are you busy tonight? And his answer was, ha! I'm not busy for like three months. And he's like, what? And I go, you want to come on the show? And he goes, absolutely. And it was him and one of the players from the, the Gladiators. Gladiators. Yeah. That was back when Barney was living with me. A year ago. Wait, what? <laughs> no, it was a month ago, but it feels like a year. Oh, was Barney living with you? <laughs> uh, ah, no, no, but Chris, um, if Amanda's threatening you with food, take her up on it. You don't threaten me yeah. with food, Amanda. <laughs> Let me cut a promo on her. <laughs> How dare you? I don't know. Amanda is the sweetest human ever. Yeah. I love her. So my friend Sabrina is doing this a lot of needlepoint during mm. this whole thing. And uh, um, I f- like I found a needlepoint that I want her to do for me, and I'm really excited about it. Let me let me show you guys. Can I show you an guys? upside down cross? <laughs> no, 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 no. I'll, let me see if I can pull this up here. I don't know if I can share it, and it looked very good. I heard tell she's going to make us some gloves. <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, how dare you? And I just want that so bad, right? <clears throat> that's so me because i'm really a big fan of like the phrases there's like like four phrases uh 
first of all, how dare you? And then, <laughs> and then who do you think you are? And then you've got a lot of nerve. <laughs> uh, oh, Chris. Yeah. So you've rubbed off on me over the, the time that I've been on this show. Okay. And so now I have rubbed off on Danny and she says, how dare you? Oh, <laughs> I thought you were going to say, also... oh, go for it. And she also now says, who do you think you are? Wait, this is the four-year-old that gave you your Jeff name? Nice. Yes. Screamy Jeff. Yeah. Screamy Jeff. You're I'm not calling yeah. all Danny's judgment into question. I thought you were gonna say I thought you were gonna say like your four year old goes, Hey, I liked it. Because that's like the one I rub off on people all the time. Four year old goes, I'm not touching this. I, hey, I think it's great. I I'm gonna work on it. We'll just see if I can get her to do it. Just so I can take a video and send it to you. Oh, I'll fucking love that. <laughs> I don't know She's why. She's so sassy. I don't know why I don't have T-shirts made. Well, I liked it. <laughs> well, I liked it. I liked it. I don't know. I do that at work now, and people are like starting to like. They'll look at me like, "What the fuck?" <laughs> we all liked it, and I'm like, "No, no, I liked it. It's fine. It's fine." <laughs> do you know that joke, Lauren? What? Well, I liked it. It's it's the tone joke. It's like it's like if if like your friends like, "Hey, you guys come over and check out my apartment." I just moved in. It's great. And you show up with your other friend and then they're like, what do you guys think? And you go, you look at them and you go, Hey, I liked it. <laughs> and, then, you know, and then they like, look at your friend, like what the fuck? You know, it's a tone joke. Chris, and it, yeah. Chris did that at a comedy show one time. <laughs> yeah. to a comedian. And that like comedians are the most like <laughs> self conscious people, especially yeah. about our comedy. Yeah. And this person walks up and, Chris goes, well, I thought you were funny. I thought and you were great. At me, and they were just like, oh. Did no one else? And for like weeks, they kept like hugging me extra and like. <laughs> and it's just me being an oh, ass and passing. Like some sort of criticism, right? Like everyone else thought it was shit, but I liked it. Well, but so, I enjoyed it. So I love tone jokes. My favorite is like, like if I was stand up, I would do a tone joke where I'd talk about like Olympia beer. You know, the slogan for what the fuck was that? Like something just like hit hard, like upstairs. Um, Olympia beer has the slogan. It's the water. Well, what the fuck does that mean? Like if I hand you the beer and you like you go. Oh, you go. Yeah, it's the it's the water. And then they, or they go, they go. Mm, yeah, it's the water. You know, it, like it can go either way. It's just like whoever was in that marketing department was like. This will work. <laughs> is, is that out of like Washington? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck? That scared the shit me. It literally it was like someone dropped a couch on the ceiling while ago. We're going to be watching the Netflix special about the murder that happened above your house. Do you have, yeah, do you have ghosts? Also, when you say things like something just hit hard upstairs, yeah. the tone really changes what that sentence means. Right. Love yeah, let's do some tone explorations of that sentence. Something just hit really hard upstairs. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, I, so can I explain the situation that's going on upstairs? Please. Oh, man. So I live in this apartment. It's like 800 square foot. I live by myself. I have a bathroom. That's important. So... Why wouldn't you have a bathroom? This isn't the fucking East Village in 1972. It is upstairs. <laughs> so, upstairs, uh, there's 
five apartments that I know of. I, I've never actually walked up there. I, I have walked up there once. So there's four men that live in different apartments upstairs, and they all share one bathroom that is accessible yes. by the hallway. I've seen it. Not a large it's bathroom. Like, it's like living in a dorm. Yeah. I've never, I've never, it's not zoned for <laughs> residential. <laughs> now, there's one woman that lives upstairs, and her apartment has a bathroom. I don't know. All I know is we like put up with that shit. We need to we need to do it. Yeah, right before the coronavirus happened, my landlord's like I don't I'm so glad this happened. He's like, "Yeah, we're going to replace the hot water heater." Which I had this weird issue with like my hot water like drizzling out. It was still worked, but it drizzled out. And he fixed it, but he was like, "It's going to be like like I came home and he's like, "Yeah, the hot water heater's fixed." And I turned my hot water on and it was nothing. And I was like, "Yeah, I have no hot water." And he came over and he, and he was like working on it. And he goes, well, I fixed it on the sink in the kitchen. I fixed it in the bathroom sink, but the shower, I haven't fixed it on. And he goes, and I have a date tonight. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's the one place you need it the most. Right, like, right. You, you went backwards water. there, fella. And then he goes, if you need to shower, just use the one upstairs. Let me show it to you. And he took me up there. And like that was the first time I had seen like the upstairs area. And it's almost like a dormitory. And it has it a is. bathroom. And he's like, you can use this shower. And I was just like, okay, no. <laughs> I just literally went a whole day without a shower just to not How use it. How does the shower look? Um, small. Like a small, you know. You know oh, I'm not like a small. The, the head was too small to get your man. It would hit me. It would hit me like here. Like right in the, yeah, in, right in the beard. Yeah. Tall. yeah. I'm tall for New Mexico. I think I'm tall for you're a like lot of Texas places. Size. I'm what? You're like Texas size. Oh, well, I grew up right right next to it. So yeah. the, the guy that was making fun of the way I say Barcano, like, like that's that's because I'm from you know near Texas. I'm so. from Clovis. That's basically Texas. <laughs> <laughs> Culturally. Yes. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. Which has a lot of coronavirus. Uh, oh uh, no. Meh. Does it have a lot of old folks? Uh, yes. What Clovis or Texas? Coronavirus. I'm Clovis. Clovis. Oh, hey Nate. When he says he's here now, is <laughs> is he in Albuquerque now? Is he back? Yeah, I knew he was moving back. I didn't know he was here yet. Nice. Good to know. Well, he's Nate, just letting everybody know. Nate Santa Maria. <laughs> what was uh, James? What was it? What were the bands that Nate was in? October people. Uh, Nate was in the October people. He was uh, in Monster Paws. Yeah. Uh, he was in Ex Calico, and uh, he was Ex Calico. Monster Paws was pretty big time, weren't yeah. they? Yes. Yeah. He said he just got here. Oh shit! Yay! Uh-huh. My bestie back in town. <laughs> Aw. Well, welcome home, man. Welcome back. He actually used to. We used to play a lot of his music on the show. He would send it to us, and we'd play it. I think, yeah. Um. So <laughs> everybody's like, "Whoa." Um. So, what do you guys see? Like, when is this going to end? Do you think? Like August, maybe. Do you think that long away, August? Yeah. Yeah, I'm thinking August too. Yeah. <clears throat> I want. I mean, not soon enough. I want for May. May. At me too. 
well, do you think they're going to open up everything too early? Yeah. I think that's why August. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I will yeah. say, did I, did I talk about how, like, uh, did I say, I, I, I don't remember if Amanda. I talked about this last night or today. What? Uh, did I talk about this last night or, you know, cause last night I did a show for like three hours. So I don't remember. So I get emails from the federal government basically telling us how to act. And it's quite the opposite of what the federal government's telling the public. Oh, I'm sure. What's that? Uh, do tell more. So, okay. So like I work on the base, right? So you have, um, you have the federal government. They're like, oh, pretty soon we're going to have, we're going to like release, like they're talking about like the downside, like we're going to release restrictions. We're going to do this, that, and the other. Literally Friday, I'm getting emails that are like the opposite. Well, if you come on base, please cover up your face and don't come on unless you need to, which is like, this was Friday, not like two weeks ago. So yeah, that's the opposite of literally what the government's telling you in the public, right? You know, like why? Why on Friday? They're like, as of Friday now, if you come on base, you have to have a, you have to tell them what your purpose is, and you have to have a face covering. Okay, uh-huh. so you're making the restrictions more restrict here, but then as I turn on the TV, they're like, oh, everything's lightening up. That's not. That doesn't seem. That's like, you know what I'm saying? That's like <laughs> two different things here. You know what feels weird is buying, oh, good dog. <laughs> buying booze with a face mask. Yeah. What do you guys think? So people are pissed about like the liquor stores closing. Did you hear why the, the, the liquor store thing happened? Well, because they're like non-essential, right? That's not what happened. Wasn't there a news well, article from Europe that was saying like, oh, Americans are buying a bunch of booze and that's all they're doing? So here's what actually happened. Um, in the state of New Mexico, I heard this from three different sources. So Total Wine, both on the west side and the regular one, were just allowing people in. The like, regular one, sorry. Like they were, they, yeah, the regular one, the one, yeah, the, the west side, and then the regular one. They were letting people in and just business as normal. They didn't give a shit. They didn't do anything. And then when the so then the the government was like oh Jesus Christ so they couldn't just shut down Total Wine so they had mm. to shut them all down and then oh. Total Wine tried to act like they were a grocery store because they have snacks and the state police literally had to go in and say shut this down yeah there's oh. this, there's this uh, Marisa DeMarco and Khalil from uh, Pope Yes Yes y'all they yeah. have a new show on um, KUNM. Oh. the new your new mexico government yeah and they're just covering it's really good it's like a half hour show of all this basic governmental coverage but yeah and they interviewed tim keller and he was saying um yeah he was like you can't just throw a bunch of fucking candy bars on your yeah. you know cash register and say you're a grocery store and now that makes sense that it was like a total wine yeah. like come on, man but the oh, thing about hey. New Mexico, like, you can buy, like, grocery stores. Right. Like, in Idaho, and Utah, like, you can't. No. Those are blue laws. So, like, yeah, yeah it shocks people because, like, in D.C., like, like uh, Shelby was like, do you know you can't buy liquor at the grocery store? And I go, yeah, that's most of America. In New Mexico, oh, yeah. we think we think that our shit's, like, super, like, repressed. You can buy liquor at the grocery store. 
That's not normal around the United States. And we have an okay selection at the grocery store as well. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm sorry you won't be able to get your super rare whiskeys right now, you bougie fucks. But <laughs> uh, uh, don't demonize me, Hollyanne. I will be missing my conversations with the boys at Jubilation, but I'll. Oh, I'm sorry. Wait a second. Wait a second. Why would you? <laughs> They're still open. Oh yeah. From what I hear. Uh, they they do curbside. Yeah, they're doing curbside from what I last like, heard. Oh, oh, well, that's great. Which hey, makes me laugh. Local neighborhood jubilation. Which makes me laugh because when I was a little kid, you could drive up to a drive-up window in New Mexico and you could buy alcohol. And then they outlawed that. And then now we're like, pandemic. And they're like, well, they could just bring it to your car, which is pretty much fucking drive-up <laughs> window. That was my partic- my personal Burkenyaism yes. that like Alex makes fun of me for. I call jubilation jubilations. Nice. And I didn't know I was doing it, and I'd be like, "Let's go to jubilations," yeah. and he's like, "You're putting an S on it." <laughs> do you guys remember when they shut down drive-up windows here? I do. And yeah, then, my and dad was devastated. They tried to do this thing where it was like basically like you know how you you drive in to get your your oil changed. They tried to do that where you like drove in and then they had alcohol there. Like, you know, like, you know, that because it's not a drive a window. And so then they stopped that too. But uh, the funny thing is. As long as you're carting people, why do we give a shit? Right, like- right, right. So in Lubbock, Texas, I had a, uh, the, the thing that's crazy about Lubbock, Texas is when I was in college, the county, the, the city was dry, but the county was wet. So you couldn't sell package alcohol in the city of Lubbock. And my friend that I went to high school with, he ended up going to college at Texas Tech. And his job, he worked Friday, Thursday, Friday, and Saturday only. And his job, like, if you wanted to buy package alcohol, you had to drive outside of the city limits of Lubbock. And there was this place called The Strip. And it was like five liquor stores in a row. And they were all connected. And they all had, like, an overhang. And you would drive up, and my friend did not, they did not give him a salary. Like, he did not get an hourly wage, nothing. He was a runner. So you, you drove up, parked, they would run out to your car, and they would check. They'd be like, hey, what do you need? And you'd be like, uh, I need a 30-pack of Bud Light. And they're like, cool, that's $18. Let me see your ID. And they would check the ID. And then they would take your money, run in, get you the Bud Light, come back out. And then you would tip them, and they lived off only tips. And he would, like, on a Friday night, five $600. <laughs> so he would work wow. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and he would just make all the money he needed. <laughs> for like He'd make shitloads of money. Well, and then in Texas, you got strip clubs that you could bring your own booze into, right? Uh, like, fucking amazing. Yeah, with a 30-pack, and you're we, like, I'm good. <laughs> we could do whole shows on me at the strip clubs in Lubbock, Texas on <laughs> – Bringing in alcohol. I'm here to spend money on the talent. So um. you paid. So how that worked was, is you would pay like twenty dollars. Like the cover to get in was really high. It was like twenty to thirty dollars. But that's better than the nickel and diming the chicks. Right. And so what yeah. you would do is you'd pay twenty to thirty dollars to get in, and you could bring your own keg, you could bring your own growlers, you could bring your own uh, six packs, whatever. Cooler. Yeah. A cooler, yeah. And they would bring you ice. And and then it was all nude. 
and it, it was amazing. I love I loved going to that the strip clubs in Texas is much better than New Mexico. I I I, w- I will teach you. Oh, the next time Lauren pulls on, we got to talk about Lauren and Chris at the strip club. <laughs> <laughs> you laugh. You remember this? I just I just I thought I was gonna get through this show without talking about strip clubs, but I look at your face and then I think about strip clubs. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Have you? So I'll just tease this, Lauren. One night we're at uh, we're at the Blue Show at uh um the the show at the box theater and yeah, yeah. it's the blue show which if you've never they been to the bad, show bad with, words they can talk about naughty yeah. things so we're drinking uh from a keg of tractor and it's like it's past two o'clock in the morning and lauren's like or like we're all like where are we gonna go and, and lauren's like we could go to knockouts <laughs> Do They're you, open till four, baby. Do you remember that night? <laughs> now that you bring it up, I'm like flashing. You, you were like, you were like, there's this girl there. She has like a cheetah tattoo. Chris, you know. And I was like, I don't know. No, her name was India and she went to work in Guam. She was my favorite at knockouts. Like I went in dressed as the bride of Frankenstein on Halloween. And she was like, it's alive. And I was like, this chick's great. Yeah. And then she went to work in Guam, and I don't know. I hope she's fucking raking it in. <laughs> Guam, Great. probably, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've been back recently, and it's terrible now. Yeah, I lost my wallet there a year and a half ago. <laughs> and then they called me four months after I left it there. They were like, we found your wallet. And I was like, uh, when do you clean your lost and found? Like, okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> in at like 5 p.m which is a very startling time to go in there you're all you're all first of all and when you like, when you guys clean no, not here and i was like i'm very concerned <laughs> when do you guys clean number one number two when you clean the lost and found yeah in that order when when does this happen yeah unless you have something that picks up in black light yeah. if you drop it on the floor at a strip club like it's gone i want to walk into a strip club early on to go pick something up like that and they just have like a Roomba <laughs> scooting around. <laughs> that would be fantastic, right? A Roomba covered in glitter. Like the cocktail girl is like using one of those '80s like carpet flickers. No, like Ray. The- Every like five minutes, they have to take the thing out to pour the glitter out because <laughs> it's just full of the little. Because like I have a Roomba, and it's like. The little container's like this big. So the just glitter containers is like Shh. I have so many animals that my robot vacuum cleaner, I have to dump out the little tray yeah. so much that yeah. What's your robot vacuum's <laughs> name? Um Robbie. Robbie. Mine's name is Greg. Uh, Greg. <laughs> Everybody's like, Oh, this place is clean. I was like, Yeah, Greg ran around the house, cleaned it up a little bit. Well Robbie just kind of runs into a wall <laughs> he's <all laughs> fucked up he's, all, he's a drinker then he pivots, but he, he kind of does like a k-shaped pattern and he misses some swats oh dang people are hitting me up they're like hey uh if your friend can't do that cross stitch pattern i'll do it for you fuck that's dope oh nice yeah let's get a bunch of cross stitch fuck yeah all right i think we've done enough damage you guys think we've done enough damage i think i need to eat some food maybe I drank a whole growler by myself. Damn. Yeah, what, what, what did you drink? <laughs> what, what, what was it? Tractor? 
Yeah, you know, during these hard economic times, yeah. Tractor is kind enough to give all of us free beer. Really? Aww. As much mm-hmm. as you want? Yeah. See that? I mean, I, people are fucking around with like two growlers, but I'll roll in with a cooler and I'm like, get out of the way. <laughs> yeah, you've been there long enough, though. Yeah. 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 Do you work at the same one Courtney works at? Um, Mostly the Knob Hill one. Oh, you really? Okay, I didn't know that. I always see you on yeah, Tuesday nights. Yeah, we had all these kegs that were tapped, and it's just going to go bad. At five tap rooms, we have shit running on CO2, so oh. they're just giving all the employees for free. So. Is that so? Huh? Hmm. I'm just kidding. Interesting. Oh, to- but um, Alex has been uh, – I think next week they're going to live stream the One Night Stanleys next Friday night at 8. Sick. I was just about to go into what do people want to promote. So one Alex and the One Night Stanley's next what day? Um, Friday the seventeenth at eight p.m. How's that going to work? And, Are they going to do it from a location? Well, it's like audio, so it'll be like the Great Depression. So you all just like sit around your computer and don't look at it because it'll just be still like still like headshots of the dudes. Um. But they'll interview someone from the audience to mine all the info for the long form mm-hmm. improv. Mm-hmm. And they did it this last Friday and it was pretty good. Hmm. Interesting. I just want them to do yeah, it like. And, and, I mean, improv shows are scary, dude. It's like that episode of Broad City. It's real hit or miss. Like, yeah. you don't know if you're going to sit through a shit show or, or laugh three times. And the Stanleys are a good bet. Do you, do you miss doing uh, improv? Huh? Do you miss doing it? Um, no, it made me too nervous. I like watching it and I like being a, being a critic, but, uh, I only miss doing the Wayne Brady shit, like the making up songs. I always thought you were really good at it though. Oh, thanks bud. Alex, Alex was fucking top notch. I just like to watch. Alex Knight is one of the best I've ever seen. He's so good at improv. It's crazy. Maybe, you know, so he's in town. Yeah. So you think Alex will do the show next Sunday? Yeah. All right. He's not going anywhere. Fucking A, he's not going anywhere. You tell him. You tell him I said he has oh, to do the show next misery Sunday. Misery style, like, <laughs> Yes. Hobble Just his break feet. His knees. Why did you hobble my feet? I would have done it anyway. <laughs> I don't know. I just wanted to do that. So oh, somebody... man. I never realized that's what Kathy Bates did. She hobbled him. Yeah. 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 Uh, Holly Ann, what do you got to promote? Uh, so, oh, I also was going to promote if, if you're looking for a good IPA to drink, uh, Hamster made his own IPA, uh, dialogue. And if you guys would go by Crowlers, maybe they'll bring him back after the quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> um, they have to, though. So right? it's called Sir Dialetic. It's super good. And like, tell them that you love Hamster and want him to be able to feed his family. Can we, change, um, can we change his name to yeah. Hamstar? Huh? Hamstar. Hamstar. Dialetic. Um, huh? What's it called? It's called Sir Dialetic. Okay, cool. Yeah. Dialectic? Dialectic. Dialectic, I think. I don't know. <laughs> uh, James, what do you got? Oh, uh, sorry. Sorry, go ahead. Oh, it's okay. And uh, also watch our podcast and hear our relationship devolve over <laughs> the next few weeks. <laughs> Let's hope not. Oh, no, I don't think so. 
He's stuck with me. I'll I will also hobble him if he tries to leave. Oh jeez. <laughs> we'll be all we'll be all we have Alex Knight bedridden and we have Hamster bedridden on the show today. Together. <laughs> together. Next to each other with bags <laughs> in their mouth. Hobbled twins. James, what do you got going on? Um, yeah, uh, go ahead and, uh, since everyone has enough free time, go ahead and, uh, watch my second season of, uh, Midnight Texas is streaming on Hulu or the NBC app or, you know, play fine. Where the hell is he? I'm all over a bunch of stuff. Tell me about it. Sometimes I forget. Uh, it's, uh, the brave, uh, the night shift and, uh, oh yeah. Daybreak. I knew where I'm at in that one. Yeah. Ooh, what, what crew are you with in Daybreak? Oh, oh, I was a letterman. Dude, you, huh? you need to send me that photo again so I could post it. It's James in the Letterman's jacket. Oh, okay. So you're like one of the jocks. Yeah. Yeah. <gasps> and, and like how okay, James, you're in your your mid thirties. Let's say mid thirties. And they yes. have him playing like a Letterman's jock. <laughs> like what? The Letterman's jocket? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Everyone everyone was like They have him in the high school. Old enough for doing the Luke Perry jokes, they're all Nice job there. What are you in your thirties? You're playing a high schooler. I'm like, oh my god, I'm gonna go watch Buffy the Vampire Slayer, yes. the 1992 classic, as soon as we. Oh, uh, so, <laughs> little known fact: uh, in uh, All Elite Wrestling, uh, the new promotion that's on TNT, uh, Luke Perry's son, uh, Jack Perry, is one of the wrestlers. Uh, Jungle Boy. Dude, Luke Perry was great on yeah. in uh, the Beverly Hills 90210. <laughs> look up look up uh, jungle boy and you'll see him and he has the sideburns and he has everything and that's Aww. that's luke perry's son and uh when he died uh jungle boy climbed his, like he was do- the movie uh once upon a time in uh hollywood was coming hollywood? out and there were some of the billboards that had luke perry on them and he climbed one of them and was set and just sat on it because he was like sad you know Oh my god, he looks just like him. Right? Yeah, that's him. Oh wow. That's him, yeah. Jungle Boy Jack Perry, yeah. It's wow. Pretty, yeah. Uh Ray, do you have anything Ray? to promote? What's Ray gotta promote? Um, well, I'm still uh doing com- well, I'm still working regularly, so I guess if anyone has their cats that need to be seen, Albuquerque Cat Clinic is still open, so please. <laughs> bring your cats to us. Uh, but uh, in my spare time, I'm still doing art commissions, have a c- couple shirt designs and logos that I'm working on. Uh, and you can follow some of that stuff on Basuda paint on Facebook and Instagram. You can also follow some regular stuff on Ray Basuda, uh, which is my Facebook and my other Instagram, but uh, really haven't been posting a whole lot on there because all I do is uh, work and then come home. So um, yeah, Basuda Paint probably have the more interesting things to, to see while we're all stuck at home. Yeah. Lauren, what do you got? Oh, yeah. Prism Bitch has got a new single out on Thursday, April 16th. So Spotify, Instagram, Apple Music, all that stuff. Just put Prism, Band on, on, Prism Bitch on Spotify, turn it yeah. on. And then let it go for like hours. Yeah, let it go. No, but we this song is one that we sort of jammed out. It's a single that we made. Um, the song kind of came as a joke jam. Yeah. I had this tractor regular that gave us um, like just he inherited a bunch of money from a dead relative. Wow. And was talking to me about it 
when there was no one else in the bar, he was like, I inherited all this money and what should I do? And I was just totally joking. I was like, my band is launching our Patreon on Monday. <laughs> and I was like, just kidding, just kidding. And he was like, when do you get off? And I was like, uh, and, and, and it's a person that I'd known from, you know, a couple of years. And he came in with an envelope of money and it was right before we went to South by Southwest last year. And he gave me like, a thousand dollars for the band and we went to and and what fucked up is that that basically just paid for us to get to south by southwest uh, stay there in a hotel and get home yeah you know but it was yeah. so helpful but we were so when i came home and surprised the band with that info like guys we're we're not in debt going to south by um we were all stoked and we started just fucking around and um and the result was the jam of this weird song that ended up being the one that we're releasing oh wow on friday awesome. nice um it, it was sort of like a joke and then we we're like no we like it let's record it were you guys officially invited to south by um last year yes oh wow but who fucking knows what that means right sure. like that's that's like so no, I'm, just <laughs> I'm just kidding. And it's like we were I don't know who is the like salt south by southwest, you know, empire man sitting in a robe with their long white fingers going like this. Ray. Ray is actually the South by Southwest guy. I guess Yeah. You heard it here first, guys. Sorry. <laughs> Stroking nominated us. Yeah. He's just sitting there like ha 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 ha. No. <laughs> that's like those all day. Yeah. Uh that's awesome though. So Thursday. So that should be cool. So people check that out. Uh it's been great having Lauren on the show again. The, uh, that's what I was gonna talk about. So this is like the chillest I've ever seen you. You're usually pretty like high energy. How are you handling all this with your high energy like you know, personality. I'm like an ADD human. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. I had a lot of teachers that tried to get my mom to put me on Ritalin <laughs> when I was a kid. Um, but there was a South Park episode that did a good take on that. Um, but <laughs> yeah, because I, I I have that too, but I'm not like you. <laughs> no, well, I think that's the thing too is that you're I like, hey, everybody, how's it go? Oh, what's that? <laughs> that's you. Yeah, no, I mean, well, my job is so social, though, that um, yeah. now that I'm in my 30s, I feel like a little flip has happened. So I kind of oh. just want to save it for my family and friends. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm sort of aging out of this hyper social shit where I can't put it on all the time and I got to save it for my own off time. I, if anyone it, knows exactly what you're talking about, I do. Yeah. Yes. And so this, and Holly does too, because she's it. got social anxiety and she's got to be funny in front of people. And you know what that's like. I mean, oh yeah, just because you're funny doesn't mean you like being around 40 people at once. Like, Dance monkey. No. no, no thanks. <laughs> and my thing is I want to be everyone's best friend all at once. And then my brain turns into sparks <laughs> and I'm gonna start on fire and like start functioning yeah. but yeah like uh what i love about this is that 
I mean, Chris has seen it at parties. Like when I get drunk or stoned when I'm chilling, I just want to be cooking or sewing and hanging out with my friends. And that's all I'm doing. So <laughs> I do. Yeah. Yeah. Very different. In, in, uh, yeah. Anyway, I want to thank Lauren for coming on the show. Thanks for uh, having me. Always, always welcome. Uh, you guys are great. Thank you for having me. Yeah. And, you're uh, great. You're great. Yeah. <laughs> we like you. You're great. Okay, we'll accept that. Um, <laughs> I want to tell people that we're, we're live most Sundays from uh, 6 to 8 p.m. TendrinkMinimum.com, Facebook.com, forward slash Tendrink. Uh, James is holding his cat up now. What a pretty cat. We have a yeah. YouTube channel. Like and subscribe. Smash that like and subscribe, as Billy would say. Uh, that's Alfred, smash correct? Smash that like button. Yeah. And... Uh, yeah, I just want to thank everybody for uh, being safe. Stay safe. Don't endanger other people. Uh, wear a mask if you can. Yeah, masks are for you protecting people from yeah. you. Yeah. So do it. And uh, yeah, everyone, I, I want everyone to come out of this that I know. I, you know, you, you, people are, you know, there's people that are going to die, and I, and I'm not excited about that. But I'm like, just you know, everyone try to let's let's try not to do that. You know, let's all try to be I'm as safe. Good. Yeah, James is good at that. He's like yeah. I'm not good at almost dying, but then like not actually doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Me and Amanda won't even hug. We just talk to each other from ten feet away. And it's hard not to hug Amanda. It's really hard not to hug Amanda if you're allowed to. I'm just saying. Yeah. I'm, I'm probably gonna get in trouble for that. Um I, I think you guys are all great. I love all of you guys, and thank you guys for all watching. With that, we are Ten drink minimum. Ten drink minimum. Happy Sunday.